Pop Culture Footnotes, the podcast that keeps you in the loop on all things pop culture so you can talk about about it (laughs) with your friends. I'm Courtney. I'm Shannon. And we are joined this week by Andrew. Again, you guys are getting so much Andrew. Oh, I know. It's so great. It's our Christmas gift to all of you. Oh. Merry Christmas. I guess. Christmas is over. That's okay. Happy New Year. The gift giving continues. Exactly. Um, but, so, Andrew's joining us this week to basically help us with our 2018 year in review. We're going to talk about things pop culture related that happened this year. Good riddance, 2018. Oh. Just yeah. kidding. It's not no, the worst. 2019 is going to be worse. 2017, though. Or 2016. Those are both rough yeah, years. Yeah, those were very rough. I've said this before. I don't think there's any way that you could prove to me that we didn't all die in 2012. <laughs> And that the, we live in the vegan purgatory or some kind of simulation or something like that. Anyway. What happened in 2012? Well, the Mayans said the world was going to end. There's no oh, way. To, there's no right. way to tell me that okay. they. You can't prove to me that they weren't right. <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. I mean, maybe that's what the prediction was: was that in 2012 the world would start to end. Like. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Ah. I think I think it's more likely that I the world ended t- in an instant, and we either are, and this is either like a Jacob's Ladder situation where we're living out like we're still stuck in that moment of 2012, like, and we're living the rest of our lives in a single moment. It's some kind of computer simulation, or we're in purgatory. There's no way to prove to me that any one of those three is not true. Right. Uh, Moving on. <laughs> Before we start getting into our year in uh, Subscribe to my newsletter for more oh insight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, but before we move on, we're going to do Media of the Week. So, Andrew, tell us about what you've been reading or watching or listening to this Good week. Good heavens, what have I been listening to this week and watching and doing and... Alternatively, what, what did you week? get for Christmas? Yeah, that could be it for Christmas. I did get a uh, Super Nintendo Classic, mm-hmm. which uh, my wife gave me. It was You're awesome. Welcome. She straight lied to me and told me she wasn't going to get me one. <laughs> Even that was the one thing he asked for. <laughs> um, but it's it's uh, a couple years ago, Nintendo decided to do a Nintendo uh, Classic and a Super Nintendo Classic. They take their most popular games from the systems, put them on a really little, tiny, cute little package. It's so cute. And just emulate those games. You're able to do it in HD. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. I've been I've been doing a lot of that. Yep. Cool. How about you, Shannon? Yeah. Um, First, tell us what you got for Christmas. I My big surprise <laughs> was that I got Harry Potter's wand and Hermione's wand, and I oh. had Ron's, and so now I have the trio. Which one? Which Ron did you did you have the OG Ron's wand or the second one that he, he got? Because you're after he oh. breaks it, after he breaks it in chamber. It's got to be the one after Azkaban because probably the one before that wasn't. <laughs> I didn't really think his about wand. that. It's Charlie's old wand, That's right? That's funny. Do they actually do two different ones in the movies? Then they probably. They, did. I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Well, I haven't been coughing up slugs, so we're going to assume it's the new one. Um, (laughs) Eat a sluggish. (laughs) um, As far as things I've been watching, my mom and I went to Mary Poppins Returns on Christmas, and that was super cute. Um, I just kept saying, Linda and Miranda, like on my way to the theater. That's true. I have have seen a ton of movies. Like I saw Mary Poppins, I saw Into the Spider-Verse, I saw Aquaman. Okay, you're spoiling all the things that I was going to talk about. Yeah, we're gonna, that's like three things she's talking about Mary Poppins. It was my turn now. You, can take, <laughs> you had your turn. You take Spider-Man and I'll talk about Aquaman. You already Do had it, guys. your turn. Oh, <laughs> talk about Spider-Man. Okay. 
Oh, it's so good. I'm done. Mary Poppins is really charming, and I cried and enjoyed it. I I think the music is not. After watching the original Mary Poppins, the music in that it's like every single song is a winner. Mm -hmm. This one was like I am charmed, but like none of the songs are. I I felt like I felt like the songs could have been B sides on the original Mary Poppins. Like it is. It it fits thematically. very much yeah. felt like Mary Poppins songs, mm-hmm. but they're not true bangers like the ones that are on yeah. the original. But I do think that that's just because they've been around for so long. That's true. Like, yes. I, think I think with time. With time, I think the Mary Poppins Returns will kind of get there, but yeah. it, it'll I, take and a couple. And I did truly like Triple Little Light Fantastic, the, the whole number. With, See, that was the one I, did. Was, I liked oh, the least. I was like, oh, cute guys, like, hanging off the oh, light I loved, poles. I loved that. I, I, See, I loved the dancing, amazing. but I was just like, this doesn't fit anywhere in the rest of this movie. I think I think it's going to take a and couple it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I think it'll take a couple covers from people <laughs> and like Disney including it in musical montages kind of thing to kind of yeah. really get it kind of off the ground cuz like I remember Super Califragilisticexpialidocious not from Mary Poppins but from the sing along videos that I that I had when I was a kid. Yeah. So yeah. like I think that as time goes on it'll be That's better but true. they did very much feel like Mary Pop like I was sitting here going this is gonna be like Mary Poppins and all. Yeah, and honestly, even better than Mary Poppins Returns was um, the James Corden bit with Lynn and Emily doing that was twenty two musicals in twelve minutes. That was really great. That that <clears throat> yeah, that was that even was better. Was I could have watched that like ten times. And I do feel like Mary Poppins Returns was maybe one or two songs too long. Like my kids really yeah. enjoyed it, but there was a point where. Like our son was like, "Can we go home now?" Yeah, but he does oh. the same thing. But he does the same thing with the original Mary Poppins, and he was That's even true. doing that with Spider Man. That's true. Anyway, but yeah, so Dick Van Dyke was <clears throat> what made me cry, though. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, oh, for me, it. It, was, it was the song, um, "The Place Where the Lost Things Go." Oh, that also. Made me I was like cry. bawling. Um, anyway, anyway, talk about Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was really good. <laughs> so we saw it last night, it. so it's real fresh. I loved it. But yeah, so it was good. so good. Um, it was just like the animation was. Amazing, and actually um, a tribute to comic book movies. Until yes. I saw this film, I thought, aside from maybe Scott Pilgrim, nothing else has been Cartoon like, like this, actually yeah. a comic book. Mm-hmm. Where they had like they had like sound effects pop up, like they did the thwip mm-hmm. uh, from the web, or a guy gets hit in the head with a bagel That's and it says bam hard. or something like that. Bagel, yeah, or like the little lines that come off of their head when they're like with the, the spider, spider sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. And it was amazing that they were able to do so much like comic booky things like that, but it never felt like I was watching like a two D animated movie. Also, like it was it was just incredible. Well, they had so many different like um, animation styles. Like uh-huh. Spider Man Noir was his own animation style. Yeah. Peter Porker was his own. Penny Parker was her own. Like everybody yeah. had their own unique animation style, but they were on the same. Yeah. They were in the same like right. scene. Yeah. It was interesting everything. how they slightly adjusted each character when they were together with other people. To like mesh a little bit more, it was it was very interesting. Um, From a technical standpoint, it was interesting. From a story standpoint, it was also very very good. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think probably one of the most <clears throat> relatable Spider-Man stories. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been so many Spider-Man <laughs> movies, mm-hmm. but like as far as like something for my kids, yeah, like, it was very. It wasn't like ooh, if you have great power, then you got to do stuff because. But like yeah. this one was like, well, you know, anybody can be a hero. Well, and another thing I loved it, about it too, just from the perspective of like our kids, is that um, Miles Morales is the main character because like 
in superhero movies up to this point, we haven't really had people of color represented, apart from Black Panther, which is great, but Black Panther is very much, it very it leans into that, like, differentness, I guess. Um, well, it was set in Africa, it was all about, <clears throat> right. kind of, which is great. most and of the characters. Too, exactly. Like for your kids, having exactly. Miles in there. And Miles is, like, portrayed as just, you know, he's a normal American teen, but he's mm-hmm. also, like, black and Hispanic, and... To have my kids be able to watch that and relate to Miles, I, I love it. Well, I, I, can't, I, mean, I cannot wait to buy it. I remember hearing about the <coughs> the voice cast because I knew that um, Jake Johnson was going to be Peter Parker. I knew that uh, Dick Cage was going to be Spider-Man Noir. And Mulaney, Which, by the way, John Mulaney, John, <laughs> and John Mulaney was going to be Peter Porker. I was so stoked about that. But then threw me completely for a loop. Oh, and uh, Mahershala Ali was, gonna, mm-hmm. was the uncle. Uncle Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um... Threw me for a loop when Chris Pine was the first Spider-Man in there. Spidey Bell song. <laughs> the Spidey Bell song is yes. unbelievable. With his cursor, have you guys, they have the whole yes, they album have the whole they have the whole so album, good. and it's recorded by a bunch of different Peter it's Parkers, so isn't good. it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah, Chris Pine was, um, and I was sitting there going, "That's not Jake Johnson. Who is that?" Yeah. And I was sitting there. And then also the cameo, spoiler, but the cameo from Oscar Isaac. Yeah, did you uh, see that one too? I knew he was in it. Who was he? So this is a huge spoiler. Huge spo- so if you haven't seen the movie, skip this part, like for reals. Did, did you did you did you watch the post credit scene? Yes. Like the one at the very, very end. Yes. Oscar Isaac was Spider Man twenty ninety nine. He's that Spider Man that went back and then uh, he was the You're putting your finger at me. <laughs> and like, so that's Which, that's him. By the way, like great use of like meme culture in that. The, yeah. the Spider Man pointing meme, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> yep. So yeah, like because we saw Oscar Isaac in the credits mm-hmm. and we were like, wait, who is he? And I was like, I don't remember. And then we saw the scene. and I was like, there he is. He's yep. right there. Yep. Not to prolong this, too, but I just wanted to have really <laughs> quick that for all the people that didn't like The Last Jedi, I love that both of them ended up having the same moral, which is that Last Jedi is very much like anyone can be a Jedi. You don't have to come from this famous family of Skywalkers right. to be a Jedi, and this one was anyone can wear the mask and mm-hmm. be a hero. I like that that's through all these franchises, like the message that we're starting to go with. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to cut this off here. Um like as far as our like media of the week because a lot of the stuff we're going to be talking about later in this episode I will say one more thing for me this week um, as far as media of the week is for Christmas I got a book called Moonfire um, which I actually have on the table right here I love it um, so it is by Norman Mailer, and basically he was commissioned by Life Magazine back in the 60s to do like an in-depth series on the Apollo 11 crew and the mission um, and so it's like this in-depth look at the astronauts and he like cozies up to the scientists and like the wives and the astronauts and like all these different people who are kind of involved and gets this really broad picture that's very well rounded because in the 60s it was like this idea of is this even worth it like is this is either going to be like the noblest thing that man has ever done or like the biggest freaking waste of money like um, and it was one or the other, and it couldn't be both. But well, it he, couldn't it be both. Awesome. I kind of think. Well, that's the thing is that he kind of approaches it, and he's just like, I'm not sure what it is, but it could be both, and I don't know. Which I love. I'm just kidding. It's not really a big waste of money. Um, Hooray for the space it program. Kind of was. Mm. I mean, it wasn't. We had to beat the Russians. My anyway. only context for Norman Mailer was that he was in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <in another laughs> <episode>. <laughs> he's so I'm glad he brought this up, and now I. 
have some sense of who he is. Yeah. I'm like one sixth of the way through the book. He's a very interesting mm. writer. It's a little hard to get through it, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, for our year in review, so we wanted to start with first exposure, so let's talk about our first exposures to 2018, everybody. Where were you the day that 2018 began? July 1st, and I woke up. July 1st. Um, just kidding. <laughs> or, sorry, January 1st. You wow. Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm already... Christmas just passed. January 1st. Wow. Yep. January um, 1st. Woke up. The date had changed on my clock. <laughs> I was saying I was probably watching the New Year's episode of the OC, which is what I've done the last couple of years because nice. it's great. Yeah, Andrew and I were trying to figure this out because there was a year in recent memory memory where we were over at your sister's house. I'm pretty sure it was this last and year. I think it was this last year, but I can't remember. Because, no way to be sure. Yeah, it's just been one heck of a year. Um, cool. All right, well, let's talk a little bit. We're going to go through month by month and very briefly sum up some things that happened. So January, um, who wants to go first? Shannon, I have a feeling that you're going to want to talk about Sundance, right? Ooh, I can do that. I was going to talk about Golden Globes. Can I oh, start we'll do there? that, yeah. <laughs> um, to the shock um, of pretty much just me, um, I the Golden Globes may have been my favorite like pop culture moment this whole year, and I normally hate the Golden Globes and think they're crap. Um, but this year it was actually really poignant because I mean a few months prior we had Harvey Weinstein was convicted of sexual assaults and all these terrible things, and so it kind of well like he was, he was, he's not convicted yet, right? Yeah. I think he, he had yeah he's been charged yeah he's been charged now. But yeah. I don't think he's been convicted. Okay. But he well, was like... He's a scumbag. Yeah, he's, he's he was right like off. fired. I think he was arrested. He was... Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I've charged yeah. in May. Anyway. Um, and then all of these other allegations came out with other actors and people <laughs> in the industry. And so it was kind of a dark time in Hollywood. And um, the Golden Globes just came out. And you had, first of all, um, kind of in line with the Time's Up movement, you had everyone dressed in black... Um, for that so that was really moving and people on the red carpet were like talking about this issue instead of always asking women like who are you wearing or like these kind of dumb questions people were like oh how how are we gonna move past this and it just became a lot more serious um and then oprah gave a speech that made me cry and that was great and then on top of that all of the winners were these really like female driven projects you had ladybird one um big little lies handmaid's tale marvelous mrs Maisel. um so the whole night i was just like wow like hollywood's actually doing something in response to these horrible allegations that have come out and um all these things that have been happening for years so mm-hmm. i don't know i was just really moved <laughs> yeah for sure so um i want to talk about briefly um so charlie puth put out an album in january voice notes um i have not listened to it personally but i know it's been a, a big hit so that's something that's kind of invaded um our public consciousness i suppose so there was that andrew is there anything that you want to talk about from January? Uh, was that Tide Pods? We have Tide Pods in January. I put Tide Pods, so we're looking at a list that I made. I put Tide Pods in January because it was kind of already happening, but it really hit a crescendo in 2018. Mm. The whole eating Tide Pods thing. I just, uh, I, it's just, it's no, so it's just, I just love that, like, I love the whole Tide Pods thing because it was such a, 
obviously like stupid thing that I don't even think that the people that were doing it like they obviously knew it was stupid. It was just <laughs> a way to like scare older people. Yeah. Be like, oh look, we're gonna eat Tide Pods, and they're like, you can't stall. Young people are so dumb. <laughs> but I like it's kind of I don't know. Do we need to explain what Tide Pods are? I mean, they look it's like candy. Laundry detergent that looks like candy and yeah. you should not. It be looks like candy. <laughs> I, I will say, the, um, I think it was this year. College Humor started uh, doing a, a, a run of sketches called "A Message from the CEO," and um, it was. I don't know if it was this year or last year that they started it, but they did one uh, about Tide Pods, where like each product the t- CEO was introducing looked more and more like candy. So like. Like Until it was by like the end cascade it was like lollipops. Yeah, well, no, the cascade like lollipop dish detergent, and it was a Tide Pod on a stick. Uh-huh. And he's like, it "Looks just like Tide Pods." And then like one of them was was cotton candy, <laughs> and like uh, and they like actually little peppermint candies. Yeah, and mm. so like everything he introduces more and more food related. Uh, and I think we'll talk about this in a little bit. But they also had one of movie pa- the movie pass CEO who was oh, struggling to come up with <laughs> who was struggling to come up with new ideas. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, what if I act out the movies for you? Like um, I'll come to your house with a bunch of hats and stuff. Just give me like two weeks of notice, and I'll come and act out the movie. Um, and then they did one most recently that was uh, from the Tumblr CEO, where they removed pornography from Tumblr, and he didn't realize how much of his site was actually pornography, <laughs> and it's him freaking out in real time on the thing. So I, I'd encourage yeah. the, those are pretty those are pretty funny sketches. Yep. Cool. What else, Shannon? Um, I'll run through. So we'll bring up Sundance. The Sundance Film mm-hmm. Festival always happens at the end of January. Um, the big winner for the Grand Jury Prize was The Miseducation of Cameron Post, um, which was one of two films actually this year about gay conversion therapy. Um, it's very moving and obviously distressing, giving the subject matter. Um, and I guess with other awards, like there are a ton of documentaries that are definitely that won awards at Sundance that'll be in the running for Oscars. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a later episode. Um, and then when I'm talking about award stuff, I was also going to bring up that the Grammys happened in January. Bruno Mars won, um, record of the year and album of the year for 24 Karat Magic. That's the biggest thing out of that. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you had other mm-hmm. opinions. Nope. <laughs> <but> <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk, so we're going to be talking a little bit about like meme and celebrity culture as well from the past year. So I wanted to bring up the, that in January, the Google arts and culture thing <laughs> happened. <laughs> So basically it was like this app that you could download and you could put in your picture and it would match you to like a classical or like like old painting piece where a, some piece of art where like the face matched yours. Mine was interesting. I was like, okay, I guess I can kind of see that. But like some people got really weird things like decapitated bodies. Well, there was, a, there, was a, there was a comedian with a picture of him with holding a microphone. It was about from like from about his belly button up. He's holding the microphone, and the picture was Kronos eating his uh, sons yeah. or whatever. And it's that like super gross one where he's like yeah. crouched and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, what the heck!" Yeah, cool. Uh, anything else, Andrew? Um, you've got this listed in January. It actually came out the year before. Yeah. Um, but this is another it, thing that just kind of hit yeah. push under this year. Uh, Fortnite really kind of took over the world to the point where it's now being sued by Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince mm-hmm. um, and the Backpack Kid mm-hmm. um, because for stealing their, for dance for stealing their dancing, mm-hmm. their dances and stuff. Um, there are a lot of hot takes out there about Fortnite. 
Um, people think it's awful. I think those this people are dumb. For my own benefit, what what is Fortnite? I know it's a video game, but like, yeah. what what do you do? It's basically <laughs> like Hunger Games. So it's it's oh. a big it's a big battle royale. It kind of it it, it wasn't the first, but it, it it wasn't the first, but it popularized it. You start out with a hundred players from online. Anybody jumps in. Hundred players jump onto an island, and you basically just try to survive and be the oh. last guy alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's different guns you can get. They have different <laughs> strategies, so you can't just hide somewhere and sit there. They have ways of shrinking the map, getting you to move together to try to fight each other. It is very similar to the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. with you know lower mm-hmm. stakes, obviously, because they're not real people. Yeah. So like, Where but does like, the dancing come in when you so, kill everyone else off. So in yeah. Fortnite, like you can't. Well, also in Fortnite, you can't like communicate with each other verbally. Like you can't make noise, otherwise other people will come and kill you. So sometimes mm. people will communicate using dance moves. Well so you can't can like I'm a friend or you can communicate let's work together with you know? friends and stuff mm. like that. Like you can allow people to talk to you. Because oh, yeah. you can do headsets and stuff so you can talk to your friends. Mm-hmm. You can do that, but you can't communicate with like other players that you don't know, so you can do like a dance or something to show them you're friendly, and then they'll just shoot you in the face, <laughs> or like you know. But like they they just you they run in a ton of dances because there's a waiting there's a waiting area before the before the game will launch where you can just stand around. So there's nothing to do, so you can just dance. And then if you kill someone, you can do a little, you know, you can floss or dab or whatever <laughs> while you're waiting. Yeah. So. Have you guys seen the cast of The Good Place trying to teach Ted Danson how to floss? No. <laughs> it is one of my favorite videos of the year. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> He's so great. Yes. Uh, anyway. Speaking of The Good Place, because I don't have it on my list for any particular month because it's a show and it's kind of ongoing, but The Good Place is awesome and continues to be awesome this year. <laughs> and we, we, we only got into it this year. We didn't get it. Like It's, it's uh, in its third it's season so now. Great. Yeah. It's in his third season, so we didn't... I guess it was last year when we kind of got into it, but this yeah. third season has been really good. They keep finding ways to change the nature of the show and up the ante without ruining the show yeah. or destroying the main... kind of the, the relationship <laughs> of the main character. And I keep trying to tell people, you need to watch it, but I can't tell you why. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's but, that's, but that's the thing is it keeps... like It's, it's, it's so creative. It's one of the rare shows where it... It's in the new first every season, season. The, new, the mm-hmm. first season destroyed its own premise and, and and then completely changed the nature of the show but still kept it just super funny really engaging kept the relationships the same and then they destroyed that the second season's premise and put it and the third season's an entirely new one so it's like it's really very impressive to see a show kind of reboot itself each mm-hmm. every year without losing any of the creativity, without losing any of the spark or anything yeah. like that. And there's so many there's so many great little jokes that are like throwaways in that show. Like Jeremy Barramy is one of my favorite things. Um, yeah, watch season three if you want to know more about that. What is this little dot here? <laughs> oh, those are Thursdays. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, let's move on February. to February. So, um, first thing I have for February and sh- why did you guys you this first? Me. Why did you put this first? Listen, it was the first notable movie that came out in February, and that's Fifty Shades of Grey. Good <laughs> <heavens>. <laughs> why does that even need to be? Listen, this is the thing that permeated popular culture this year. The only good thing that has come out of those are the soundtracks. <laughs> See, and the songs the are actually good. See, my, <laughs> my thing is, parodies. my thing is. Fifty Shades Freed has so far out of the consciousness, I feel. Like, Fifty Shades of Grey, when the book came out, was mm-hmm. huge. And then when the movie came out, it was huge. But the sequels lost... Like, I'm sure they still had tons of people who bought them and stuff. But as far as permeating the 
cultural zeitgeist, I feel like that really lost oh, a lot of Oh, I don't know. Steam. I feel like, especially online, there were a lot of people who were really jazzed about Fifty Shades Free. I mean, it's of note. It's of note. Can I bring up, though, that Dakota Johnson was in two other films this year that I thought were, um, she was amazing in, yeah? which are um, Bad Times at El Royale yeah. um, and Suspiria, which is a remake of a 70s horror like <laughs> classic. And, and so she's very good. I, was, I, I don't was, know why she I did was really intrigued movies. by Bad Times at the El Royale. I didn't get a chance to see it, though. Was it any... I guess we're talking... We can I mean, in fairness, like, it, with Dakota but, Johnson, she... She was working, but not really like a leading lady in any sense before Fifty Shades. Yeah, and then she got cast in that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Dakota Johnson, we know her. But in like in bad times, I'm like, oh, you're actually funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there were there's more to her than just this. Like, I think Fifty Shades she, was just that movie that she kind of had to sell her soul for in order to yeah. make it. Oh, let me like, just make a bajillion everyone dollars. Everyone in Twilight. <laughs> Yes, like everyone in <laughs> or that that was that was from this year. Anna Kendrick tweeted out, "Holy crap! I forgot I was in Toilet." <laughs> yeah. I love All right, so moving much. on. What else from February, Andrew? Um, <laughs> the Olympics. They, the they, Olympics they happened. happened. <laughs> that, Everybody I forgets just, about. I can't, uh, I'm sure that the Olympians and their families didn't, but like. <laughs> but I was sitting there reading an article today, and I was like, "That's right, there was an Olympics this year." <laughs> But like, but, and this Olympics had so many like cool moments. Like Chloe Kim winning the gold was so awesome. And red, both of our seventeen-year-old yes. snowboarders and the, and and, gold. The, and the, what was his name? Red, the well, red. He, yeah, his name is Red something. something. <laughs> but like, he was he was doing the typical snowboarder thing. Like he he was uh, Red Gerard. Red sorry, Red Gerard. That's he right. like forgot his coat. And, like, was eating pizza the night before he slept in or something like that. I'm like, that's why we're good at snowboarding. Because our athletes are like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got that thing or whatever, man. Yeah. Um, and then the, the for me, because I'm a big hockey fan, uh, yeah. I watched every second of the U.S. women's hockey game against Canada. Uh, loved, loved every, oh, my gosh. I loved that game. It was so incredible. Yeah. Um, um, we have funny, Mariah. I those stupid Canadians. <laughs> we have Mariah Nagasu, is that how you pronounce your last name? Yeah. Um, who landed a tri- triple axle in the Olymp- during oh, the right. Olympics, right. which hadn't happened before. And um, then Scott Moore and what's her face? Oh, I completely forgot their names because it was so long ago. <laughs> but those two Canadian uh, ice dancers who like the I entire world was like, oh, no, they're not a couple. That's, That's why everyone. Is that yeah. Tessa and Tessa and yeah, yeah, Tessa and Scott. Okay. Everyone's just <laughs> like. Everybody wishes they were. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, so <laughs> and I really liked, um, I, I like the ice skating. That's always my, the figure skating. So Lena and Avengina, um, the two Russian uh, figure skaters kind of duking it out. Oh, yeah. It was really fun. Well, there was also all the controversy around the Olympics with like the uh, Russian doping scandal and stuff. The Russians <laughs> had to compete under, yeah. like, the, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you had Unified Korea, so that's right. Yeah, hitting this one country. Oh, the really U- cool drones in the opening ceremony. Yeah, the cool, the super cool drones. Uh, the U.S. <laughs> winning curling, as oh, yeah. the Simpsons predicted. Uh, okay, I tried curling this year, and it is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so I know respect for people that are on curling teams. Yep. Cool. What else from February? Shannon, you got anything? Um. Yeah, I was going to bring up Black Panther. Please do. Um, so Black Panther came out. Um, it got the highest, um, 
what would you for domestic box office it was the top film um made over 700 million dollars in the u.s mm-hmm. um it was awesome directed by ryan coogler mm-hmm. i mean it was the first i would say it's the first like superhero movie that was directed by a person of color and had um, featured a cast of yeah people of color yep so, yeah it was great from that we also get the is this your king meme which is, Which is great. It's, it's, it's a, great a, it's a, can you describe it, Andrew? Uh, well, it's just a screen grab from uh, Black, Panther. Black Panther of Michael B. Jordan during when he's beaten up on T'Challa uh, the first time, and he's yelling, "Is this your king?" And then a bunch of, and then that caption was just kind of applied to a bunch of different like. It was especially put on like world leaders and embarrassing photos <laughs> mm-hmm. type of thing, or like. LeBron, I Yeah, believe. LeBron. I think, yeah, when LeBron lost in the finals. Um, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. Cool. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about from... I'm not 100% sure if this is from February. It was kind of an ongoing thing this year, but the whole Disney streaming service thing. Um, so Disney's launching a streaming service in 2019, um, pulling all their stuff off of Netflix. They also announced a whole bunch of new shows that are coming out, which people are really excited for, so... That was like a big topic of conversation this year. Um, along the same lines, which is, I have it later in the year, but Disney also um, acquired 21st Century Fox this year, um, which has all kinds of crazy implications for <sighs> streaming and movies and franchises and just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so, I'm still yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'll get over it. <laughs> yep. <sighs> cool. What else from or February 2018? The Eagles won the Super Bowl. There you go. For the first time, which really just made me want to watch Silver Linings Playbook again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how much I care about the Super Bowl. <laughs> which we do have to talk about, like, the Eagles winning, though, because the Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. And they beat the Patriots, who are, like, what, the winningest Courtney, team? Courtney will remember goat. from, from watching. say that? Probably not. Greatest of all <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, people say goat. People say goat. Yeah. But, uh, but Courtney, it makes me mad when we talk, use it in reference to yeah. the Patriots. So. Courtney will know because we were at the same Super Bowl viewing party. <laughs> but every time the Eagles would score a touchdown, I just say it doesn't matter. It's just going to make the Patriots come back all that more uh, depressing. Because it was inevitable. It was going to happen. The Patriots were going to win. It was just going to happen. And then it didn't. And it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Um, from the yeah. Super Bowl, we also get the Super Bowl selfie kid, which was a meme. Um, basically, this kid who, like, Justin Timberlake walks by and is, like, dancing right next to him. He's just looking at his phone the whole time. <laughs> he was probably trying to bring up the camera to, like, take I was paying more but... attention to Justin Timberlake. Yeah. But he was on stage, because he's promoting his new album. Yeah. But yeah. he was on stage in, like, camo and stuff. And, like, <laughs> it was a really weird halftime show. It was, it was a just like weird it was show. It was almost like JT was trying to go, like, the complete opposite from yeah. when he was on last. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which everybody kept talking with. They would come back to the Super Bowl halftime show, but Janet Jackson's nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. And there was it wasn't a, a great move. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But he was just like, look, I'm going to be in the woods. See? I, that's... No, there's no nipples in the woods. Oh my gosh. Which, um, yeah, so Justin Timberlake did launch a new album in February, Man of the Woods. So That's the that. woods. That's the yes. woods. And the camera. Uh, and then the other thing I have for February is the Change My Mind meme, which is basically just like a dude sitting at a table with a sign that was something like totally ridiculous and it was like, Change My Mind. I believe, I believe it was like, male privilege is a myth, Change My Mind or something like that. It was something yeah. wrong. And people took it over like, um, 
Like they they would yeah. Photoshop the signs that it would say different things, and it was like it got more ridiculous as it went on. Yeah. So, <laughs> yep. Cool. Anything else from February we want to talk about? Good. Okay. Sorry, Olympians, that we didn't get to. We love you. <laughs> Meh. Can I can I mention though the the woman Elizabeth Swanee who was in half pipe and like somehow through a loophole got into the Olympics? She barely did a routine. Oh yeah. She oh, kind of like went up the... and back down. <laughs> well, she was competing for some kind of for like a country that didn't have any Olympians. In or I something get like yeah, that. like there weren't enough people that qualified, that. so she ended up being an Olympian. <laughs> for you. It that gives me hope that I may be an Olympian I know. One day. That's how I aspire to be in the Olympics one day. Uh, <laughs> Alright, well let's March. move on to March. So, the first thing I want to talk about was A Wrinkle in Time, because Shannon and I went to see it together. We did! I went and saw a lot of movies during March. I know you did. And I have a lot of them here on our list. <gasps> and they were all bad. It was so great. <laughs> Wait, run it. Give us a run down. Give us, give us a list. Uh, so I went and saw A Wrinkle in Time, Tomb Raider, Pacific Rim Uprising, and Ready Player One. All their opening weekends. Is a hard oh, time. was that <laughs> Rampage as well? Uh, I think no, Rampage, Rampage was, was April. Oh, that's right. It came out on April twenty. My family was watching um, Ready Player One over Christmas. I'm like, oh, this movie, and they were all mad at me for. So, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I said, I'm sorry. It's so bad. Here's the thing. Are you in time? It was fine. Like mm-hmm. it, it, was it was very so much. Earnest. It was very yes. much spectacle it was very over. Sincere. Yes. Uh, which is weird for me to say that I'm going to say it was spectacle over substance because they were trying to be very earnest but it's such a cerebral novel it's such a difficult one I think to like it's very inviting as far as like adapting into a movie because it's like there's so many crazy visuals there's a cool lesson there's a cool message like and especially for like we were talking about uh, how Miles Morales is kind of a you know an interesting hero for like young kids um, Meg is a really interesting hero for especially young girls and who just don't really have that, especially young girls of color, as was portrayed in this uh, adaptation. So it's like it had a lot of really interesting things going on in it, and ultimately I was just kind of bored, even though there were so many interesting things. Um, I, just, I, I, I just bored. <laughs> bored's not the right word. Underwhelmed, I guess. Like I was like I was very overwhelmed by the visuals and stuff like that. It was very. Cool. There was just something, I don't know, there was just uh, so, something again, missing. Chris freaking Pine, killing it! Yeah, I but know. he's only he's in it for like 30 seconds. He's made some really good choices this year. Um, he was, he was I great. mean, aside from him being like start naked in that Netflix movie. Anyway! It needed more Michael Pena. I felt there wasn't enough Michael, but there's never enough Michael Pena in any, in any movie, <laughs> I feel. Um, I, I don't know, it was just, there was just something... A little wishy washy. I don't know. It's so well, weird because I, I feel like it wasn't made for you. It wasn't really made for me, is one thing. But, I mean, it didn't make a lot of money, so I don't know who it was made for. Think about so, your kids, though. Yeah, but they, didn't, but they didn't spend their money it. on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. Tomb Raider was fine. Um, like one of the better video game movies. I I think Rampage was better, but we'll get to that. It was definitely an improvement on the first two. Oh, two absolutely, games. absolutely an improvement. So. I I love me some Wally Goggles. Uh, uh, I love I love that man. I wish he was in more things. Um, means Walton Goggins for yes, those of you who don't understand Alicia Andrew's speak. Um, Alicia Vikander is great. Um, it, uh, it it just. <laughs> The, uh, what, what I walked away from it feeling was I wanted to watch Last Crusade. 
Like, the third act made me want to watch Indiana Jones' Last Crusade, and I'm like, that's a big that's a big failing of a movie if it makes me want to watch a different movie. So that's kind of that's kind of where I was at there. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising was just as dumb as the first one, so if you like the first one, the second one Sorry, was Jim was dumb. It was like it was equally as dumb. I heard people like, well, I don't know. It was I equally feel like as it, dumb. I don't know. From what I you heard, didn't even was, see this. I didn't even I think see I it. I stopped but... watching movies this month. Is what it sounds like. I did not see that one. Pacific and you, you I mean, know I what? And you know something? Until until they bring in those Jaegers from Pacific Rim into the Godzilla universe, you don't have to. It doesn't matter. Um, Shem, it was just see, totally dumb. Did you see Love Simon that month? That was in February. Oh, was which it? Which I loved. Oh, I love that movie so yeah, much. Yeah, that one's really good. Good. Yeah. It, it was great that it was like the first, I, I like mainstream LGBTQ teen movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's lots of like great representation this year all around. Sure. It'll yeah. keep coming up. But um, it's so, ugh, the movie's so charming. And then the last one I saw was Ready Player One, which was better than I thought it was going to be. Still. <laughs> essentially a dumb movie yeah. but it was better than I thought it was going to be Jen do you have anything you want to talk about for merch? Oscars Oscars. <laughs> I'll make it quick um, so it was the lowest rated ceremony in well ever since the last one and <laughs> draw in um Drew in? I'm getting that wrong. Anyway, um, 26 million people. So just for comparison, the year Titanic won the Oscars brought in uh, 57 million people. So it's mm-hmm. gone way down. People do not care about the Oscars, which will lead to another news item later on. Yes. Um, <laughs> Shape of Water won Best Picture. It was like the most boring Oscars in recent memory. Yeah. The only thing I could think of that was worse was when uh, Anne Hathaway and James Franco hosted the Oscars. Oh, oh my gosh. It, it was pretty... I mean, there was nothing like egregious but after the whole like best picture snafu the year before this was just so boring well yeah. and, and we did a prediction show this year um we did that's a, right i, I will say this is, this is the first year that i felt really well informed it about was, the oscars thanks but to that our was, episode but that was the and thing was is so predictable but that was the thing is i like i don't watch all the oscar films and everything i read some coverage and i did a guessing thing and i got two wrong and it was yeah. only because Scott and I had the same exact ballot, so I put mm-hmm. Get Out as Best Picture because I was like, I want to be a little different. Yeah. Oh, I think I got three wrong because he got, we both got this, like the short subject documentary wrong, I think, but then I changed like cinematography to Baby Driver or something, and then I changed Best Film to Get Out, just as kind of dark horse ones because I didn't want yeah. my ballot to be the same as Scott's. Get Out should have. One, <laughs> but it did win best screenplay, so that's awesome. Um, Greta Gerwig got in there for best director, which yeah. doesn't happen very often, unfortunately, with female directors. And so, um, there were good things with the nominations, but overall, show was kind of boring. Yeah. Um, sure. I also had the um, it's another thing that Stephen Hawking passed away, mm-hmm. so that was um, a big point of news. Yep, mm-hmm. definitely. Oh. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about with March, and I'm going to talk about it really quickly, was The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> so there was some drama this year because, uh, so Ari, how do you say his last name, hun? Jerkface? No, Lewandyke. <laughs> Lewandyke, yeah. So he's this like race Wait, why did you ask me? You always know how to say it, and I never say it right. And I didn't um, watch it this year. Good this heavens. is a first for... I, Ari ruined it because uh, I said I am not watching. It was stupid. Ari, Ari. Oh, I love that. So he like 
the, the man doesn't know what he wants, right? So the whole season he's like torn. He's just like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then he picks Becca, who's great. Like, I mean, she's kind of bland, but you know, she's fine. She's brunette, which yay. Um, <laughs> so then they pull the rug out from the end. And he picks her over. The other finalist was Lauren, who was like a mute. Like at least the way the show portrayed her didn't talk at all. I'm just like they even oh, had they even had wow. one of their they that had like one of their they had one of their date sequences with that awkward like plinking music like yeah. blink, 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 blink. like with <laughs> like her the just sitting there so not so they're like oh yeah look at that oh yeah she doesn't talk and Ari like the whole season was like reading into her non like non statements and like basically projecting what he wanted from her onto her and then so but he ends up choosing Becca and I was like oh yay but then he like. Um, in the finale episode, they have this whole thing where they're like doing the happy couple visits. And then at one of them, he breaks up with her because he has been texting with Lauren. He's like, I feel like the further I get into this relationship with you, the more I close the door on this other relationship. And it's like, yeah, you... That's how relationships... That's how family-friendly show, so I'm not going to swear. You close close doors, that's what happens. That's what happens. That's how healthy relationships are supposed to work, you jerk. So he ends up breaking up with Becca and going back to Lauren, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so Becca was the bachelorette. Um, and then there was Colton, who yeah. was like the virgin guy. Everyone go and watch that. Is yeah. it on YouTube? They're break. I didn't watch the season, but I did watch him try to break up with her, and it was so oh painful. Gosh, it was, so it was like, but it was. It kind of reminded me of that Michael Scott thing, where he's like, "Yeah, I went hunting once. Shot a deer in the leg. Tried to had to kill it with a shovel. Took about four hours. Why do you ask?" Oh, yes. <laughs> it was kind of. That's kind of what it felt like. That's what it felt. <laughs> anyway. Okay, moving on. We got to do a batch episode. Um, April, you forgot to list uh, A Quiet Place came out in April. Oh, that's right. A Quiet Place. Talk Which about I didn't A Quiet see, Place. But I assume most, you did. Uh, it made the most money of horror films this year, though. So, yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. There were lots of like in memes year, of it. Yeah. Parodies. Mm-hmm. In the year of quite a few like horror films that Halloween was really big. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, April, we have to talk about Avengers Infinity yeah, War. <laughs> so that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was an interesting movie because everybody kind of expected that some people were going to die. But the way I went into it, I was like, yeah, people are going to die. But then like at the end, there's going to be like a note of hope or something like they're going to have some way. <laughs> but the last but line is Cap- the la- last line is Captain America on his knees saying, "Oh God," because they lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I was like, that's the last line. That's it. <laughs> It was like spoilers if you still haven't yeah, seen, if you this still movie, haven't it's seen on Infinity Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But um from that we also get lots of memes of like people flaking away into dust. Saying I don't whole, feel so good. The whole I don't feel so good <laughs> meme. Or my favorite is the greatest crossover event in history meme. That was a good meme. So because everyone yeah. kept saying that's what this was, but now I'm trying to think and then of have examples. Like, well but... then they'd well, have like the Futurama uh, or like the Simpsons family guy crossover yeah. is like the <clears throat> Or, like, the time that all the TGIF uh, stories crossed over, like, from the 90s. Like, yeah. everybody crossed over on that one once. and yep. Yeah. But that one um, had the highest opening weekend ever, so it Which is going to be broken by the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than $250 million, um, in that weekend. And then it ended the year with over $2 billion worldwide. So, globally, that was the biggest film of the year. Yep. Totally. Um, and can you imagine next year? So we've got Endgame, but then we have the last it, Star Wars Episode Nine. But but when you I think know. when you think about just think about what Disney's releasing next year. Oh my they have God. they Disney's have Captain Mar- they have Captain Marvel the they have they have they have Dumbo Captain Marvel 
um, Avengers Endgame, uh, Aladdin, Lion, Lion King, King, Frozen Lion 2, King. Uh, Star Wars 9. Like, there's just like... And, 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 and I know I've forgotten yeah, a couple. So and I know yeah. I've forgotten a couple because there's like three more that I'm like, oh yeah, that's Disney yeah. too. That, and like, that's not even counting all of the money that they're also going to make from Fox releases next year. Or their st- or their streaming service. Or their streaming yeah. service that's going to have like new shows about like Scarlet Witch and Loki and and yeah. Bucky and and Falcon and it's going to yeah. have and that Star Wars, Wars show, The Mandalorian, yeah. which has Nick Nolte in it as an mm-hmm. Ugnaught, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> but then they have like like. Disney, uh, Disney just needs to garnish my paycheck. Like, I wish there was a little box that I could check. Just, like, just take 5% of my paycheck every every time. Actually, they probably get it to be more than 5% it goes to Disney, yeah. to be honest. But I just wish that I could just garnish my salary to I mean, Disney and I could just all go. the movies we're going to see next year, all of the merch we're probably going to wind up buying. Like, oh my gosh, I know. we bought, And this like, isn't even like if we go to Disneyland or something next year. I mean, can you imagine help Captain us? Marvel jackets and just wear them every time we record the show? Oh my gosh, yes, I would Yeah, why did you bring that up? I have, oh, no. oh, I have no. box lunch. Yes, I did not Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, also in April, I Feel Pretty came out. Um, did you see that, Shannon? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you like it? I was trying to think of movies that I was v- <clears throat> very like about this year. That was because my because my mom was talking about it. She saw it and she's like, I thought it had a great message. Yeah, Lenore loved it, and like she she really uh, really liked it. But I'm like, I heard just some like. Eh, at the beginning, I thought the message was terrible, but then it kind of makes <laughs> up for it. It's like. Amy Schumer is a beautiful woman. Like, she's not your traditional yeah. stick-thin actress, but I was very irritated that everyone's like, oh, she can't. Oh, like, so she ugly. can't get this good job. I'm like, what's so ugly about her? I don't understand. Yeah, totally. Um, mm-hmm. Michelle Williams talking in this little wispy high voice was the greatest part of that movie. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. She's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, yeah, then the last thing I want to talk about was uh, God of War came out in April, uh, which is the reboot... Slash sequel to the God of War series. You may remember God of War from news exposés that kept me from getting a PS2 when I was a kid because they were like, "You murder people and you can have sex on screen and stuff," and which none of which was actually true, sort of, kind of. But like, it was one of those games that like got on the news and it scared parents that didn't know anything. So I wound up not getting a PS2 because of it. But anyway, um, it was the reboot and it was. It was about an older Kratos, who's the main character, who has escaped the Greek. He's a he's a Greek god who, in the first game, kills the god of war Ares and becomes the god of war. It's very violent. The original series, the the new one was pretty violent too. But like, it actually had a point. I guess the violence had a point. It wasn't just like, oh, we're gonna murder die, murder guys. But like, <laughs> it, it just marks kind of this change in the way that we view um, video game storytelling because this. The whole point of God of War was that Kratos now has a son in the North with the Norse gods. And so it was kind of about him reckoning with his past, trying to raise his son, trying to do it, trying to do it well, trying to raise him well without hiding his past, but also trying to move past it type of thing. Very emotional storytelling. So mm-hmm. uh, it was it was really cool. <clears throat> Great. Anything else from April we want to talk about? Nope. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's move on to May. So Deadpool two came out in May. And then again in December. <laughs> and then again in December. <laughs> yeah. So Deadpool two came out. Um. So I if, loved it. If you were wondering what was going on with Deadpool two in December, the Once Upon a Deadpool, 
Basically, they released a PG-13 version where they bleeped out a bunch of swears, removed some of the more graphic <laughs> violence, like basically made it PG-13. Bookended it with Fred Savage. Bookended it with Fred Savage <laughs> and a Princess Bride parody. Um, it was great. Um, which was Ryan Reynolds' idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he wouldn't do a PG-13 Deadpool unless he could donate the proceeds to cancer research yeah. and also have Fred Savage in it. <laughs> like, those were his two conditions. That's what he said. I, I mean, I, I doubt that's actually true. I, I think that the main reason that that movie was re-released in December was to test how a PG-13 Deadpool would do. Yeah. To see if they could integrate him into the MCU. Yep. So, which, by the way, I'm all for that. I just want him to show. Like I always, I, I said this even before Infinity War came out. I just wanted him to show up with zero comment and just be like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this," and just like walk off the screen. Like <laughs> Thanos shows up and he's like, "Nah," and he just walks <laughs> away, like just not dealing with it. Yeah. But. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, uh, what else happened in May? Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine got canceled. And oh then yeah, what reborn. was up with that? Like Brooklyn Nine is one of the best comedies on TV. I just I think, think Fox was like, we're getting we're getting bought out, just whatever. Like I don't think they cared, and so they were they they canceled <laughs> it. It was probably expensive to produce, given the stars that are in it. Like <laughs> like Andy Samberg isn't like an A lister, but he's probably more expensive than like your traditional TV stars are going to be. I mean, no more expensive than. Than the stars of other shows. I see. I think he is more expensive. Yeah, Why? Because he has made movies and stuff. Because he's like won that. an Oscar. Yeah, and he was nominated <laughs> for another one. Um, but and like, and Terry Crews also is a movie is a movie guy who's probably a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Chelsea Peretti's she. Well, she's not even going to be in it really. She's yeah. stepping away. Um, <clears throat> but I, I just think I just think it was one of those ones that was probably. A little bit more hassle than it was worth. Like Fox is going, we're just getting rid of our entertainment division. Who cares? But and they renewed NBC, so many crappy shows that it was like they're what? probably cheap to produce. They're probably way cheaper to produce than Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was but, like uproar online, and then the next day, NBC's NBC, like, "Don't worry, we got this." And, then and it led to the greatest like group of saviors, yeah. <laughs> which is the Guardians of the Ninety Nine, which yes. is Lin Manuel Miranda, Mr. Camel, and Guillermo del Toro, mm-hmm. and. Who else? I think Patton Oswalt was in there as well. Probably. Yeah. Like all these people were like, we're going to save this show. It was great. Yep. It was like internet folk heroes come together. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of like internet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of like internet, I don't know. I don't don't know how to say this, but like internet justice. Uh, Roseanne. Got the boot. Um, she got kicked out of her own reboot um, because of her, all of her like super racist tweeting. Because she's super racist when they gave her a show racist. anyway. Yeah. Um, but they that's probably just yeah, they probably shouldn't have rebooted the show with her in it. That was that was another place, that was another college humor uh, sketch. Was the CEO of ABC saying no more racist shows? But then he starts to talk about the lineup that they have, and it's all a bunch of racist stuff. Yeah. So um, that um, was pretty great. On that note. <laughs> Can I I don't I don't remember what month this was in, but so this was one of three incidents this year where ABC did not look at people's tweets and then ended yeah. up in hot water. So mm. you had Roseanne. Yeah. James Gunn. Then you had James Gunn, which that I'm on the flip side of where he should still be directing it. I'm there was really also about it. Well, he's, he's, DC hired him to do Suicide Squad too. He's writing and directing yeah. Suicide Squad. Well, too. that's about to get a lot better. Yeah, know, right. So there's that. There was also um, what's his face, the guy who won the Bachelorette, 
Um, they didn't look oh. into his like tweets and stuff, and oh. there was some flack about that. Yeah, so oh, and the other conte- there was another contestant on The Bachelorette who was actually like convicted of sexual assault mm. and got yeah. onto the show. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't sexual assault. I think it was just assault. You know, it was harassment. It was, it was harassment. It was sexual harassment. That's what it was. And but then, like, pled guilty, was convicted like the whole nine yards. And this is more recent, but then you had Kevin Hart, who yep. was announced mm. as the Oscar host. And again, mm-hmm. ABC handles the Oscars. You have, the host. Yeah. You have. You can go back and look through people's tweets. You have a social media department because you have a Twitter account. You have an Instagram yeah. account. You have people who are familiar with the platform. Look back at their tweets. Well, so right. and PR it's, people got fired this year yeah. from ABC. Well, and it's just <laughs> mind-boggling because it's like they announce these things, and then within a day, people are like, "Excuse me, within here is all of this evidence, all of these really homophobic things." Yeah, exactly. Maybe you should fire him. And it's like if regular <laughs> people can go out and find that in less than a day, why can't your PR department? See, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in of the mood that people can change, and, yeah, I, and I, I do believe, I do believe that Kevin Hart and James Gunn have changed. Are I've changed like. Those were just kind of the jokes that you could tell back then. That mm-hmm. like and got laughs. Hart though refused to apologize for it, but then he was like, "I'm going to step down," and he didn't just say, "I'm sorry, I have changed," which probably would have fixed it. Well, no, because there still would have been people that would have been mad because that's how the internet well, yeah. works. Like you can't just apologize and have it go away. Like, but I, I, I think that. him stepping away was kind of like, you know what? I just don't even want to deal with this. And yeah, like, <laughs> I think he could have done more though to say, yeah, sure. "Hey, this wasn't a good thing that I thought." Sure, and I don't believe that, that anymore. That's that's true, but, but I do, but I do think there's a certain amount of if you've said anything controversial, it's never going to leave you alone. Yeah, like y'all delete. <laughs> Jeez. Just don't tweet. Like, just don't do it. The fact that you thought that bad thing, but at least like don't have it out there for well, the public like, to see. But it's like, but it's but it, what's really it's like disappointing. If you've changed, then you should want to go back and. Do but that. what it, but what it's really disappointing is that examples like this, like James Gunn especially, yeah, just encourages people never to never tweet. So like, yeah. what was what the only like semi good things about Twitter are creators and stuff like that that are able to reach out to their audience and kind of give them a clue into their creative process. I think of Lin-Manuel Miranda, not to talk about him so much in this episode, but his, Twitter feed, yeah. but his Twitter feed is inspirational and <laughs> upbeat and it's great. Like, it, it really helps a lot of people, but he's one of the rare people that, like, actively goes out of his way to kind of be positive on Twitter. Yeah. It, it just kind of encourages people who, when they've had a bad day or something like that, like they might tweet something and then it's like, that'll come back to bite them or something. Like, I mean, not that not the jokes like that are a result of a bad day, but it's like, it just encourages people to be really careful on, on Twitter and to almost never dip your toe into Twitter. Just be like, you know what? I'm just not even going to do that. And it could encourage talented people to stay away from Twitter and then it would kind of decrease their public profile, which would then, you know, keep them from getting jobs when they're really talented, but they're afraid of... So, like, not to... Not to Henry Cavill this, but, like, I do understand... I do kind of understand the other side and kind of wish that the internet didn't operate in such an on or off... You're either... A pariah or a saint on the mm-hmm. internet. There's no, yeah. there's no room for nuance, which is not how humanity works. Like I do think that James Gunn and I do think that Kevin Hart are different now, but it's just in Kevin Hart's case, I think it was just easier just to be like, you know what, I'm not dealing with this. I'm out and just kind of back away. And there, there's a lot of other nasty like Twitter backlash. Like um, what's her name that's in the Last Jedi is Rose. 
Oh, she uh, had to step off of yeah, uh, like, Kelly Marie Tran. On the other hand, yeah. like celebrities to, also got like heckled off of Twitter for people. Yeah. Being she was nasty, yeah. She had to so. she had to close her Instagram account because mm-hmm. so many people were oh, maybe that's what it was were going after people. her and yeah, just for being a person of color and being in a Star Wars movie that got mixed reviews from yeah. fans. Like, don't get me started. Last Jedi was 2017. We're not talking about it. Okay, be nice, son. Yes, but we do we do have to talk about Solo, which came out in May. Do we? That thing happened. It was okay. I liked it. It was fun. It was fine. You know, you lost me at his last name is Solo because he was on his own. Look, I'll give you. I'll give you. But it's but that I think that's a Ron Howard decision. After seeing Spider Verse and kind of hearing some of the things that Lord and Miller have talked about, yeah, it makes me just really want to have seen their solo movie. Yeah, Yeah. like I really want to. I know I never will. It's a huge bummer, and I'm because I'm not a big fan of Ron Howard. And that whole like, oh, the Imperial officer is going to give him his last name is very Ron Howardy. Yeah, and so it's like I'm sitting there going, ugh. But the thing is, like overall, I had a fun time with it. I loved. Donald Glover's performance as Lando. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy. I really enjoyed Woody Harrelson. I didn't think I was going to, but I did. Yep. <laughs> Even though he's just like, oh, I'm the same guy I always play, just with a blaster now. Like I liked. I liked Woody Harrelson, and I, I, it was a fun little romp. It was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it wasn't as bad as Ron Howard films have been. I will say, like with Solo, it was one of those movies where it was like, okay, but why? Why do we need this? I don't and need this. Yeah, it was a cash grab. You don't need any movies. Let me finish. No, it was just one of those movies that like no one was asking. No one for was asking for a solo origin movie. Like, but it, if you were gonna make it, then I feel like Lord Miller's approach of having it be a little bit more comedic, a little yeah. bit more fun, Would made the most sense. Like that's the way to do it. And so the fact that Disney <laughs> backed off of it kind of makes me mad. But you know, it's like the end result. It was it was fine. It wasn't great. It but, was fine. But uh, but I but I argue this: no movie is ever necessary. There's never been a movie that has been like. If we didn't have this, civilization would but explode. But people want. But like, but my, but <laughs> no my thing is like, you, you, you also said it's a cash grab. Literally every single movie is a cash grab. Like nobody ever makes movies to be like, this art needs to be out there in the world. They're trying to make yeah. money. That, like, I had a big problem when Ghostbusters 2016 came out and the angry video game nerd was like, I'm not going to see it because it's just a cash grab. I'm like, they're not making movies so you can sit there and I'd be like, ah. Oh, well, they're no, make movies there's a to difference make money. between like no one wants it. We're gonna make this just because we know the Star Wars fans will go, even if they don't want it. But they didn't yeah. go. Like <laughs> yeah, it was a failed is- cash grab. <laughs> so like, so that's my thing. It's like you were you say that you know they didn't, but it's like uh-huh. it was a decent movie. People didn't really want to see it, and I think there was a lot of backlash from Last Jedi that people were kind of like, uh, I've heard so much about Star Wars. It would have been better served coming out last month as opposed to. May, I think. I think yeah, it would have been better soon coming yeah. out in December. Really but like, after. but I think it was it was fine. It was a mm-hmm. fine. I'm not gonna sit here and be like it was the best movie of the year. But it was fine. It was yeah, a, I agree with you. It was enough. fine. I I do like you said. Wish that we had gotten the Lord and the Lord version. Anyway, moving on. So also in May we had This Is America. Speaking of Donald Glover, uh, really good month for him. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> month for him. So this it is was America Atlanta on at that point or year of Donald Glover. He yeah. also had Atlanta. He's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So this is America is a uh, a music video that got a lot of buzz, um, mostly because a lot of white people didn't understand it. I feel. 
Uh, there was just a lot of like, oh man, this is so great. He's such a great dancer. And it was just like, ah, you missed a lot of the symbolism well, my dad, that was happening in that. Well, for instance, my dad it's, hadn't seen the music video. He saw Donald Glover's performance on SNL. Whew. And he was like, oh, is, why is he shirtless on there? Like, what is he doing? And I was like, well, it's because of the music video and it's because of the, and he was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. And I was like, that was, that was why that was, but like, <laughs> for people like my dad who just saw it like on SNL were just like, what is this? And didn't, but it's like. <sighs> Well, he's kind of trying to make a message about the world that black people can play in society, and, the, and so it's like, and so once we once we were like, that's what he was going for. He's like, oh, okay, and yeah. he, kind of, he was like, I get it now. But. Well, and I specifically remember like I think there were a couple of white female hosts of the Today Show who were like, oh, Donald Glover, this is America, it's so great. Like he's such a good dancer. Just like, oh, oh boy, oh, oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Also, speaking of music, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a very terrible segue. Um, this is Cardi B released I Like It, which oh, yeah. I am dubbing this song this summer because I really <laughs> liked that one. I listened to it on a boat during my company retreat, and that is the way to live. On a boat? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Nice. Finally for May was the royal wedding. Meghan yeah. Markle and Prince Harry. It happened. Yay. <sighs> that's pretty much all there is to be said yeah. about it. We're going to mention briefly, too, Yanny and Laurel happened oh, yeah, at this point. Oh, yeah, that where, happened. There was a stupid <laughs> meme where, or I don't, it, a, an it audio clip it, where some people, yeah. it's like the dress controversy mm-hmm. where some people heard it and thought it said Yanny and some people thought it said Laurel. Okay, so which one did you hear? I, I don't remember. Or I, I, heard, I, heard, I heard them both when you turned it up and turned it down. Because yeah. it's actually been reborn in the last few days with a clip from Sesame Street of Grover saying the F word. <laughs> um, it's been reborn kind of in that same kind of thing where like because I listened to it I'm like no he's obviously not but then I like played with my audio settings and was like oh okay I could see how yeah. that could be the case. it was basically an interesting thing where it was like depending on whether you were listening on headphones or on speakers and how loud your volume was and what the exact like decibel like basically audio, like digital audio is very very fascinating <laughs> and depending on how you're listening and consuming things and the settings that you use you can hear two very different things <laughs> So, My yeah. favorite, the best thing about it was Marley Matlin, who's a um, Oscar-winning actress who's deaf, tweeting about it and saying something to the effect of, "Well, I don't care. I can't hear either." Of them. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's very funny and great. Yep. All right, June. June. Uh, the first thing I have is Ocean's Eight. Um, I loved that movie. It was great. It made me want long coats, and now I have one. Yay! <laughs> I do love Anne Hathaway in that movie so much. (laughs) Which, I'm not, I don't like Anne Hathaway, but I did like her in that movie. Um, Won't You Be My Neighbor came out in June. Which I saw three times. Oh, nice. I still haven't seen it. Still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Guys, if you want to have hope in the world. (laughs) I do want to have hope That was like the, I don't, that was the antidote to this year. (laughs) Terrible sometimes, yeah. like that's well. The, the trailer made me ball like a little, like, know, like yes. a little kid. <laughs> yeah. I was sitting there going, like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I know this movie so will good. just destroy me. Yeah, it did destroy me. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there was Handmaid's Tale season two. Oh boy, <laughs> heck, is that when the finale came out? Uh, I think so, which is very divisive. Yeah, um, yeah. then there was, you know, there were um, okay, we're gonna talk about the bad things also. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom happened in June. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, that was rough. But. Was so bad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and we've talked about it on our past episodes, so yeah. dig into our archives there. Um, but also on the, other, on the other side of things, there was Incredibles 2, which was charming and lovely. Yeah. 
Um, and there was also Set It Up on Netflix, which... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, maybe Rebirth of the Romantic Comedy. Well, there were so many that, like... Crazy Rich Asians yeah, set it up. To all the boys I've loved before. To all the boys I've loved yeah. before. Uh, to a, to a, I said Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. To a lesser yeah. extent, um, see the Sierra Burgess movie that was on Netflix. Yeah, that was okay. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, what was the... There was another one that came out just recently that now I'm struggling with. I can't remember. But yeah, it was a good year for rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Very good year. Um, I don't know about Rebirth, but certainly like a... Resurgence. They made Resurgence, more money or had more views than normal. <laughs> yeah, and like the the problem with rom coms was that they got so formulaic, and I feel like rom coms this year had a resurgence in that they weren't all so formulaic and by the book. They've always been formulaic, though. Like, well, but that's what I'm saying though is that they got so formulaic that it was boring and it ceased being funny. Yeah, which is like the whole point. It's supposed to be romantic and funny, yeah. and it was so formulaic that it was neither romantic <laughs> nor funny. Um, yeah, Claire Scanlon is the one uh, she directed. Set it up. She also directed episodes of Glow, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Fresh Off the Boat, and The Good Place. Oh, so oh, she's she's been all over the place. Champ. And, yeah, she's yeah. been all over the place doing a ton of yeah, doing a whole bunch of directing of uh, great comedies and everything. So. Um, well, we'll talk a little bit about, so before we move into sports for June, because there's a lot gonna of I was going to say, <laughs> don't make me talk about sports. So <laughs> <laughs> before we do that, let's talk about Movie Pass and that whole implosion. <laughs> Can I talk about Movie Please Pass? Please <laughs> Good gravy. Um, I had it down for May. I think it started, yeah, in the summer it started getting really dicey. So mm-hmm. everyone knew, in end of 2017, Movie Pass dropped their subscription to You Could See a Movie a Day for $10 a month, um, $9.99 a month. And um, everyone knew this was good, too good to be true, but everyone jumped on it anyway because that's a steal. Mm-hmm. Um, and around this time in the summer is when everything went to hell. And... <laughs> Um, I think it's, I'm trying to think of what it started with. It started with you couldn't see the same movie multiple times with your movie pass. Because I couldn't see Avengers twice. So I knew that was one of the early things. Then new subscribers slowly were only getting three movies a month instead of one every day. They they stopped, they wouldn't allow you to see like the newest release. I couldn't go see Mission Impossible Fallout with mine. Yeah. That was another big one. Then you had, um. That was, I think that was the first one that they blocked out. They're like, you can't see it. And they had, um, oh, what was that there? Well, there was just one, was it in June? Anyway, there was one weekend where they had, um, like, no one could get on there because Movie Pass just ran out of money. That was, so they had to was, take out a loan. That was, that was the week of the just Ant-Man did. and the Wasp came out because we were uh, trying to go see it, and I was trying to log into my app, work. and it wouldn't work. <laughs> yep. So, I was anyway. walking up to the theater going, work, you piece of junk. <laughs> I think I held on until... July or August, I want to say, but this is around the time everyone like yeah. got out of but it. Was, it, was a bad, it was a bad look for us because we we <laughs> bought it in May. Like we'd been meaning to for ages. So and we finally signed up in May, yeah. and then literally like a month later, it was like, oh well, what, no. This well, is what happened was they dropped it in like January or something. That there was like mm-hmm. you could see a movie day, and so I was like, that's what I want for my birthday because I'm going to yeah. see a ton of movies for my podcast. And yeah. So that's why I wanted for my birthday, and then they changed the subscription to three three movies a month. Plus an iHeartRadio subscription, like right before my birthday, which, which is honestly yeah. would still be a good deal. But I do, but, yeah, it, but like we were still kind of like, wait, this isn't what we wanted. Yeah. Like, and so because, we waited, and so, because it was such.
such like a well, no, we're doing this, and like mm. such a like knee jerk reaction. I was like, I think it's going to change, and then like the next week, it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, you can go back, and so we got it in May, mm-hmm. and then within like a couple <laughs> weeks, it was like, oh wait. You can't go see like I wound up we only used it seeing like twice. I wound up only seeing. Oh. I saw you saw Jurassic World with it. I saw Skyscraper. <laughs> um, I think we saw Teen Titans go to the movies with it. Mm-mm. Maybe no, we didn't. And then that that was it. Like, the breaking point for me was that they started limiting which movies you could see yeah. big time. Like you could only see you had a selection of maybe six things, and most of them were indie stuff that doesn't weird in Utah that doesn't play here for months. Right. <laughs> and so, yep. yeah, so, yeah, too good it, to be true. But it was a glorious. It's, for me, it was like nine months. It I, was perfect. I do think <laughs> I do think that that model isn't necessarily going to go away. Like the subscription thing i think amc's is uh, really interesting like you get a bunch of off of concessions three movies a month um plus you can buy guest movies for discount and stuff like that yeah. um i think that would work the only problem is there's like one amc theater or i guess there's two with like within it like 20 miles on. of me so it's like if they were closer we would we would consider it Mm-hmm. I think theaters are starting to realize that, yeah, to get people in the door, we the need Cinemark to has offer. theirs. <laughs> yeah. Cinemark has theirs, Some but it's so pathetic that, like, it is. that it's not even worth it. But, like, AMC, it's like 20 bucks a month, you get three tickets and concessions. Yeah. And a week. Yeah. Well, so, sorry, we gotta move on, though. Yeah, sorry. So, um, <laughs> also in June, in the sports world, the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Um, never won before. Can yeah. I. On a personal note, though, the Las Vegas Golden Knights were in the finals, and they are a first-year team, and after the mass shooting in Vegas last year, it was incredible to see, like, obviously, I still have a lot of friends and family in Vegas, the whole community just, like, came together for this team. And they really kind of took that... It was really amazing. The team really kind of took that as, like, a unifying thing as well, and kind of, they made speeches beforehand and all that kind of stuff. It was was really cool to watch. I I was really rooting for the Knights. As a, as a hockey Knights. fan, the, the the biggest thing was, as a hockey fan, I've been watching hockey for years, um, It was the finals was a real kind of difficult thing for me because I really like Alexander Ovechkin, and I think he's an amazing player, but everybody's like, he's never won a cup, and he's not that good, and, blah, and I was like, okay, I really want him to win a cup, but the yeah. Golden Knights winning a cup would be such a cool story, too. It was like all these like really cool stories that could have yeah. happened. <laughs> And it was like, oh, I don't know which one, so I just watched it and enjoyed it, just yeah. just because it was it was fun to watch. Yep. Uh, we also have to talk about so the World Cup is a thing that happened. <laughs> the U.S. Um, wasn't in it, so I didn't care. The U.S. was not in it. A whole bunch of people weren't in it. Germany wasn't in it, which was weird. Well, I mean, no, we didn't even make like the qualifying round. Like I we know. didn't. We we just completely but, missed it. But there were a whole bunch of people who didn't make it into the World Cup. Who everybody was shocked by. Um, so that was the big news from the World Cup. Um, and then there was the NBA Finals, and the Warriors won again. There was a great meme that came out of LeBron, like with like waving his pointing arms, pointing like, to J.R. Smith because J.R. Smith thought <clears throat> I, nobody knows what J.R. Smith is thinking. Um, but they were tied, and they got the ball back, and they would have had time for one last shot. But he like ran it as if they were winning. Mm-hmm. Like he ran and was like holding onto the ball and stuff, and so. There's an iconic image of LeBron just pointing at the at the basket yeah. and pointing at the clock with this exasperated look on his face, <laughs> and the players <laughs> standing there. And it, it, yeah, it became a great meme, which yeah. which is great. Speaking of Le- LeBron, this is technically jumping ahead to July, but LeBron did sign with the Lakers this year. My boys, 
Um, so yeah, that was Ooh. the thing that happened. <laughs> Courtney. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I, I know you're from California. I'm from California. Yeah, I've been from Lakers since I was like, a yeah. kid. It's just part of who I am. Can anyway, I... so sorry, real quick, we are halfway through the year and we are at like an hour and ten minutes, so we're gonna try to breeze through the last months <laughs> pretty quickly. I mean, do you wanna just split this into two? I mean maybe No, we can do it. We can do it. No, it'll, we can. it'll just be a long It'll episode. be faster. Can I? Yes. I'm gonna pop in with one more June thing. Please. Uh, Ariana Grande and <laughs> Davidson got engaged. Yes. Um, after about a month of dating, they broke it off by October. But that was a fun thing to follow. <laughs> they got tattoos. Was it? Was yeah. it fun? Yes. It was, <laughs> fun. Very fun. It was fun. for me. It was. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're gonna start breezing through here. So July, Ant Man and the Wasp came out. That was entertaining. I liked it. Until the end, when you got depressed and remembered what happened in Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, that's Fair true, enough. but it, but it, like I I do remember people like uh, there's this one guy I follow on Twitter who's just an unapologetic DC fan for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but like they were like Ant Man's a breath of fresh air after such serious movies. He's like it's only been two movies and they have to you always have to be so fun. And I'm like well yeah it was de- like it, it was, was hard. Really we watched half the universe ex- like disappear at the end of the last one. Yeah, we needed some fun. Yeah, so for sure. Um, also in July, Skyscraper came out, aka Worst Die Hard. Uh, it, was, it was Die Hard plus uh, Flame uh, or Towering Inferno. Just uh, I'll I'll spare you my existential crisis that I had during that movie. Go listen to our episode about it. it yeah, you can hear me breaking down in real time on a our podcast. Being pop pop culture. Pop pop culture. Yeah. Go listen to my episode on that where I I break down. I have a mental breakdown in real time, um, and uh, just watch Die Hard and Towering Inferno at the same time, and you'll get the same movie. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, Mamma Mia 2 came out. Heck yeah! I assume I went into a coma when I heard it was Mama coming Mia. out with the second one. I That was maybe the most fun experience I've had in the theater all year. Was it? Because yes. I watched I watched the original <laughs> Mamma Mia. Skip right on over it, but it was. Lovely. I watched the original one and I was gonna, and I was like, "Ooh, I'll live tweet this." And I'm like, "It'll be really fun," to, and I couldn't. I made it 27 minutes and just uh, went, "Nope, can't do it." Yeah. Lily James. I still watched. Sir? I still watched the whole movie. I just couldn't tweet about it because the things that I wanted to say were too fast for my dumb fingers. So. Yeah. I was gonna bring up to the Taya Cave Rescue because there are gonna be a lot of oh, movies yeah. and things about That's that. True. Yeah. Um, were they on? They were on some <laughs> sort of team. These 12 boys in their coats. Yeah. The soccer like the team, soccer I think. Team. Yeah. Uh, is, is the bad guy of the movie going to be Elon Musk? <laughs> <laughs> Calling people pedophiles and stuff like that. I know like they've that. already have like all of these scripts out for a movie on it. So I'm going to I'm gonna invent year. a submarine. <laughs> pedophiles? Which I don't, I don't of, really like Elon Musk. Trapped in a cave, got out. So I, I'm not a, baby I'm, seals rescued him. And, I, I'm not the but, biggest um, fan of Elon Musk. And speaking of Elon Musk, like in July there were a whole bunch of parody Elon Musk accounts because I don't know, it seemed like Elon Musk kind of lost his mind this year. Yes. Um, so all of these parody accounts came out basically just making fun of him. He was not Italian happy. Elon Musk was one of my favorites. <laughs> yep. Um, there was also Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which we saw with our kids. I, I really, really liked that. It. I loved it. I still like the song. Yeah, it's <laughs> I great. Seen it. Wait, which one? The inspirational song about <laughs> life or the Teen yeah. Titans Go song? No. So I like a big mean, inspirational song about life. Michael <laughs> Col- Bolton, <laughs> as an animated tiger, sing a song for every children's movie. I've decided. Yeah. Um, and then there was Mission Impossible Fallout in July, which I'm the only one here who's seen it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. 
loved it. Yep. Um, Tom Cruise when once they, again. <laughs> when, they when they still had that, well, I guess we haven't gotten to this part yet, but when the Oscars was going to do its popular film category, uh, Fallout was going to be one of the ones that you're was going to be You're still my thunder. Yeah. When was that, Shannon? I think it was August. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was in August, because I remember talking about it with Scott on the podcast. <laughs> So let's they announced <laughs> an Academy Award for Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. And for the most part, every critic, every movie fan was like, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> and the consensus was pretty much that um, the Oscars, uh, the ratings were low. They've been struggling to get people to watch. And plus, a few years ago, they had the Oscars. So white controversy and all that. So the thought is... They were probably like, well, if Black Panther doesn't get an Oscar, we're going to be in some hot water, so let's make up a category that yeah. Black Panther yep. would totally win. Yeah. And Which, it was so unpopular that they just pulled it. My, <laughs> so. my problem with it was that the implication was that if a movie is popular, it does Can't not qualify be for Best Picture. Which... Black Panther is going to get nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. So It's going to be the Steven Spielberg movie that has no chances of actually winning, but everyone nominated. goes, oh, but Let's I was nominated. <laughs> Yep. The Steven um, Spielberg Memorial Award for movie that got nominated but has no chance of actually that's winning. True. Yeah, that's true. The um, Post, Bridge of Spies, like you can go back and it's always a Spielberg. The Post on paper <laughs> seemed like that. Ha, I see what you said there on paper. <laughs> ah. uh, seemed like a sure thing, but then it wasn't great. Anyway, moving anyway. on. Um, also in August, Crazy Rich Asians until All the Boys I've Loved Before came out, which we kind of already talked about, so we won't go over it too much. Um, you had Searching, I think, came out too. Yes. So a yeah. lot of Asian actors yes. in the spotlight, which is mm -hmm. awesome. For sure. Oh, there was the Christopher Robin movie that came out. Um, oh, it was, was live action. Cute, I didn't see it. I haven't oh, seen it yet. But, yeah, I've heard good things. Um, my, one thing that came from that was all the memes where people took the trailer <laughs> and like... My favorite, my favorite was... Uh, the one where Christopher Ro or Ewan McGregor sits down on the bench and he turns around and he sees Pooh and he saw Pooh and then they put in the sound clip from episode three. He's all General Kenobi and then he lights four <laughs> lightsabers. Uh, yep. Love that one. Yep. Um, also, Shannon the Meg came out in August. <sighs> <laughs> Which was the most disappointing movie because I wanted it to be worse than it was. Ah. It was pretty bad, but I wanted it to be less boring. <laughs> it was one. It was one of the few movies um, that How Did This Get Made uh, went and talked about that was still in I theaters. To they it. did Hurricane Heist as well that came out earlier this year. Mm, um, need to <laughs> listen to that whole thing. Yes. Uh, yeah, it did really well in the box office, though, which doesn't really happen with like it snuck into the top ten. Yeah. Did it really? Is, is it because of the because of the foreign box office? Because it was very heavily. Uh, I don't know. It was very heavily uh, cast <laughs> with Chinese actors, uh, and it was very. I think it was. It was. Uh, I think it was kind of. I think it was made in conjunction with Chinese studios and stuff like that. Kind of like the Great Wall was a couple yeah. years ago, but not patronizing. <laughs> True. Yeah. Can I sneak in two more things for August? Yes. Yeah. Quickly, Beyonce at um, Coachella, Baychella, was oh, a yeah. big thing. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite bit was watching Adele watch Beyonce. Because <laughs> <laughs> she loves Beyonce so much. That was a big thing. Um, and then Aretha Franklin passed away, which and led to a lot of memoriams and listening to her music again. And, and Tony Bourdain also died. Well, killed himself in August. And that, Back that's, in May. 
That was me? Yes. Oh. No, sorry, June. June. Um, I missed that. I wrote that down. I wanted to keep it light. <laughs> I know. The the, the Tony Both. Bourdain thing really did kind of rock my rock my world. Well, it rocked Anthony everybody's world. Bourdain and Kate Spade both died by suicide like That's within, right. days, within of days of each other. Each other. That's June. Right. So, yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely sparked a lot more conversation about like Mental health, which mental is good. Health. Yeah. Um. So, let's move on to September. So... What came out in September? Nothing. I have, I have quite a long list. <laughs> nothing. Actually, here's the thing. Nothing. Like no movies came out in September because I remember looking They're at it going good. like, oh, I'm gonna go. but then like I ended up not going to the theaters at all in September. Can I talk about the Emmys briefly? Yes. Um, the main important thing that came out of the Emmys is that um, Glenn Weiss is that his name who won for directing the Oscars, <laughs> which was the worst Oscars. So I was very mad he won. But then he proposed to his girlfriend on live TV, and that was incredible. Yeah. That was mostly what was <laughs> There were Mrs. Maisel won, yep. Game of Thrones won. Yep. Wait, yes? I, uh, I think that was this, the, this year, is the year. Sorry. This is the year that Game of Thrones was not eligible, I think. No, it, no, it was. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. I can't all miss it. This, co- this coming Emmys, they won't win anything because they didn't. Correct. Yeah. So it won this year. It mm-hmm. won't be eligible next year. Yeah. Um,. So I have the nun on my list for September just because I feel like the ads were everywhere. So and that was scary <laughs> one that was like a throwback to those old yeah like YouTube videos where you'd be watching something and looking close and it go like ah in your yeah. face. Yep. Oh, <sighs> oh, the heyday of the internet back in two thousand and five. Uh, uh, also, the Predator came out in September, which kind of um, came and went. Yeah. I'm sorry, Shane went. Black. A Simple Favor also came out with Blake Lively and Anne Kendrick. Did you like it? I know, I heard really good things. It's kind of, it's like Gone Girl if Gone Girl had been a comedy. But it's Paul Feig. Like, Paul Feig's the one who directed it, so it's like, of course it was going to have to have some kind of, like... It's just, Blake Lively is hysterical, and I don't think she's in a lot of roles that really give her a chance to just be kooky and funny. Like, there's a reason why she and Ryan Reynolds are such a good couple. They're fantastic on Twitter together. She definitely has that kind of tone throughout it. Um, also, I have Smallfoot on here just because, like, we have kids and we, yeah. like, we've never seen it with our kids, but they still talk about it all the time. I don't know it how is the story you have to bring up uh, Zendaya's Michi. Zendaya, is Zendaya's <laughs> Michi, the, the great meme, because it was just, what nonsense words, what just nonsense words, like, it was like, oh, just... I, I remember watching it going, what am I watching? But then realizing that was the point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Okay, I also have a long list of like memes that happened in September because it was a down month and everybody was looking for things. <laughs> so first of all, We're there was Gritty. It. Gritty. So he's the new mascot for who the flyers. flyers. Yeah, and he's like so freaking creepy. He's the best. He's like a really creepy orange muppet. All yeah. hail Gritty. With good old scary manic eyes. He's um, he's this generation's Cthulhu, and I welcome it. But like. The way that they marketed him was great. Like, I, re- I still remember seeing the oh, picture fantastic. of him with the wine glass on his back the, with the, the champagne bottle. It was a Kim No, Kardashian. no. It's not a champagne bottle. It's a Gatorade bottle that, the, Gatorade goalies, bottle. that the goalies have on the back of their nets. That's right. <laughs> oh, um, Gritty. He yeah. really... Oh, I love He was Gritty. also on John Oliver. He's now on the, like, Supreme Court. He's Brett Kavanaugh. Court, as on the, the Supreme Court of Dogs. Because <laughs> they have the Supreme yeah. Court justices all represented as dogs. Mm-hmm. And they put... Gritty on instead of a dog for Kavanaugh. <laughs> yep. So the um, Brett Kavanaugh thing happened. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Let's not even. We're talk not going to talk about it except <laughs> for there were a lot of memes. women. Yeah. And keep believing women. Yeah. There, we there go. were there were also we're a done. lot of memes that came out of that, like the weird flex, but okay. 
meme? Yes, that um, was. Wasn't um, there a calendar meme? Yes. Oh yes, calendar <laughs> memes. Right. Yep. Um, also, there was the uh, the moths. Um, oh yeah, he got any lamps. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my favorite was uh, the Obama meet and greet. It's this. Uh, it's this. Key and Peele sketch. Key and Peele sketch where it's like um, Jordan Peele is playing Obama and he's like shaking people's hands and all the white people is just like nice to see you thank you and then every time he comes across a person of color he's like hey and, like, and they do some hug. yeah they do so a hug or like, some, like, oh, some handshake and stuff like that so yeah. people like superimpose different things over all the people he's shaking hands with Marvel so, superheroes yeah Marvel my, my, personal, my personal favorite was uh, Zelda games because I'm a big games, Zelda yeah. I'm a big Zelda fan so like it was like the crappy, or I say crappy. I mean they're all pretty good, but like the 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 less good Zelda games. It was like oh hello hello, but then it was like you know Ocarina of Time. It's like oh come in here, yeah. Like, so yeah, um, it's pretty good. And then there was also Colin Kaepernick signed a deal with Nike, um, and it was the uh, I actually on my phone I have one. a parody of that. Because um, what what was it? Disenchanted. The, yeah, the disenchant. Disenchantment. Disenchantment. I can't remember. Matt Groening show, which also came out in August. But yeah, but anyway, so about. the Colin Kaepernick. So what was the thing on the on the Nike? It was just just do, do it. it. Um. But yeah, it was like basically close up black and white of Colin Kaepernick and basically being like, even when it's hard, just believe do it. in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. That's what it is. Yeah. So we go. Um. But yeah. So um. My favorite show. One of my favorite shows of the year came out. Uh, American Vandal season two. Um, Yay! I lo- and I'm so sad that it's canceled. Although I've heard that CBS might pick it up for season three because it's already in production. Mm. Um, they're already writing it and everything. So. Another thing, Netflix just dropping a ton of shows. They dropped yeah. all the Marvel Netflix yep. shows except for Jessica Jones season That's three. But they're going to well, drop it as soon as season three comes out. Yeah. But as soon as as soon as soon season three kind of wraps up, I think they're going to drop it. Defenders technically hasn't been canceled. Yeah, but they've dropped all the shows <laughs> lead up to it. So, But yeah, like, but American Vandal, again, I will die on this hill. It is so clever and hilarious. It's really, You really need to watch it. Like, yeah. if you haven't watched it, watch it, please. It's yeah. so good. Um, also, Carly Rae Jepsen's album came out in September. Her Which song. I, oh, her There's song. There's no album oh. yet. I have been, this is the thing I'm most looking forward to in 2019, <laughs> because I've listened to Emotion probably a thousand times, <laughs> and she's wonderful. But her song, Party for One, did come out. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Um, also, we have to talk about um, <laughs> everybody pulling out of the DC universe. But also <laughs> having, <laughs> but also, Affleck, but also like, having like <laughs> seventy projects on the boil. Like they've got yeah. three different Joker movies, two different Harley oh Quinn movies. They've got yeah. uh, Harley Quinn and the Fantabulous. Black, they have Black Adams. Oh, they, they have a title. Black Adam movie with um, the Rock kind they, of in production. They've got Suicide Squad. Suicide two. Squad two. They've got. Aquaman um, just came out. Man of Steel two on the burner. They got Wonder Woman two that's actually going to come out next next year. I mm-hmm. want to say it's in twenty nineteen. Actually, no, um, I think they it might be twenty twenty. Um, so but it's but it's coming up um, with Chris Pine in it somehow. Who the <laughs> heck knows? But like they had all these people Not kind of like leaving the universe. Maybe Henry Cavill didn't actually leave. Maybe he did. <laughs> but then you also have just like everything also on the table. Like, I do think that what's going to happen is a lot of that obviously isn't going to get made. Um, mm-hmm. But what's going to happen is with Aquaman kind of changing the direction of the universe, and then yeah. I'm really excited for Shazam in April. Oh, yeah, Shazam um, is going to be great. Which, so I think that they're going to they're gonna shift the focus to these kind of 
lesser known. I say, well, I mean, Wonder Woman's not a lesser known character, but they are gonna. Yeah. I think they're gonna let Superman and Batman kind of cool off for a bit before they try to bring them back and yeah. kind of focus on these lesser known heroes so they can tell the stories that won't make a bunch of people on the internet mad. Which honestly they should have done in the first place, but you know, I'm not. I don't I'm know. not running the studio. I don't know. I had yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, also, speaking of um, superheroes, the Spider-Man game came out in oh, for September PlayStation 4. for PlayStation mm-hmm. 4. Um, by all accounts, like a really great game. Um, one of my favorite stories from that, though, is like there's this little Easter egg where on a movie sign it says like a, na- a girl's name, "Will you marry me?" And it was this thing that a fan asked him to put in because he wanted to propose to his girlfriend, which sounds really sweet. Oh, but then, oh. like the story came <laughs> out, the story came out that she had actually like gotten together with his brother and <gasps> dumped him like two weeks before the game came out. Oh, but then no. she came out and was just like, that is not what happened. And she was like, oh, no. we were living with his mother. Like he would not do yeah. anything except for play games. Oh, I no. told him I didn't want this. Like, yeah. and yeah, she so was he... like, he was a lazy layabout <laughs> guy who didn't do anything. Oh, no. And I gave him an ultimatum and he didn't listen to me. And I left him. And I have not been like hooking up with his brother. That is a lie. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but yeah, well, it was this. It was like, oh sweet. But yeah, she had actually, yeah, she's dumped. Yeah. She dumped him before, like two weeks before the game came out. And yeah, so it's, it's like this really, really sad memorial. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so like, it's like, uh... but then, but then after I read her side of the story, I was like, oh no, that guy's a bitch. I mean, it's, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm I mean, have to that up. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's like. I don't know because because I I wrote I read that to Courtney when I when I found out about it, and she was like, "Man, he doesn't plan for his relationship very well." And I was like, "He probably wrote them like six months ago and was like, it was hey, only, put this.' It was in only the... like two months before the game came out. Wow! It was like, yeah. please, developers, could you please put this in the game?" And then she was just like, "Nah, I've had enough of you." And then two weeks later, then he well, was like, and I guess that because he was addicted to video games and she was just like, I had such a negative feeling toward video games because of him. Uh, and I guess he even like mentioned something about it and she was like, I do not want that. And he still did it. So, yeah. <laughs> On a brighter note, I did see the Stan Lee cameo in that game. Yes! Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Cool. Let's move on to October. Well, when did Stan Lee pass away? That happened this year. Oh, yeah. November? It was November. It was November, it was that's recent, right. It was, think, it was yeah. November because we had the dinosaurs do something. Because they had... Um, right. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, we, we do a die November every year where the you dinos know. come to life every every night. It didn't mm-hmm. happen so well this year because we had a wedding in the middle of the month, but... That's anyway. right, they, they did a Stanley thing. Yeah, I, Stanley I, say, I say that because he had a cameo in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which we mm-hmm. talked about, which was his last cameo before he passed away. But his cameo in Spider-Verse mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, it was good. Anyway. Um, so, October, A Star is Born. That happens. <laughs> I, have not I seen liked it. it. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's at least half of a good movie. I'm the second not half see is it. a little iffy, but the first half is amazing. And um, by all accounts, like Lady Gaga is really good in it. Yes, and, so and Bradley, Bradley Cooper, Cooper is too. I know that he comes off as a. Can I say douchebag on the yes. show? He comes off as a douchebag, but <laughs> he, yeah, directed it, starred in it, plays music in it very well. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with him. Yeah. I have to say. Um. Another thing I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it because my brother will be so proud. He's been talking about Red Dead Redemption two. Yeah. For all through Christmas, that came out. Rockstar Games is a sequel to Red Dead Redemption. Um, it sold. It was um seven hundred and twenty five million dollars 
um, worldwide within the first three days, making it, quote, the single biggest opening weekend in the history of entertainment, at wow. least is mm-hmm. what the company says about it. <laughs> but it's true, that did make more than, like, Avengers yeah. in its opening weekend. So oh, yeah, wild. each game is 60 bucks a pop, though. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Very true. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's also talk about uh, Venom. Venom came out. Have we have any of us seen that? I haven't seen it. I have seen the first five minutes of (laughs) because I went to see Widows and they started playing Venom and we were all like, this is not what we signed up for, seeing Widows. (laughs) There's a spaceship coming in and I'm like, unless my Odysseus is on that spaceship. (laughs) (laughs) What's Riz Ahmed doing here? Yeah, that's awesome. Well, it's a Marvel, and me and the people next to me are looking at each other like, this isn't a Marvel movie. <laughs> and we're all very confused. That's pretty great. Oh, that's great. Um, also, Bad Times at the El Royale came out, um, which you Just kind of mentioned earlier. Very good. Johnson. Kind of a Tarantino-esque feel to it, mm-hmm. but done by the writer of and director of, uh, what's it called, Cabin in the Woods? Yep. Uh, first Wait, wasn't Man that Josh Whedon? Or did he just produce that? I think he just produced it. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Drew Goddard. Is oh, Drew Goddard. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, First Man came out, which I'm still really angry that I haven't seen it yet. Excuse me. me. We kept making plans to go see it, and then we couldn't get babysitters. So. It was... I, I really it did like it, but as a follow-up to Damien Chazelle's other things, it was a tad bit of a disappointment for me, mm. but Ryan Gosling, Claire Foy, both were really great. Yep. Uh, oh, okay. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina came out in October, which I loved. I still actually haven't finished it. I still have two more episodes. And didn't the occult soothe them? Or was it the satanic oh, yeah, temple like or something? Soothe them for using it's, their iconography. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. Yeah. It is very It's very much of the... Oh, what is it called? There's like a specific term for it. Riverdale pulp or something like that. <laughs> I don't so, know. Something that like that. But it's like very much... It's very much in that Riverdale mold of like super edgy teenage Man, programming. I love Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Um, very much in that in that mold. It's not made for me. I Sabrina's fine. Like I'm, I'm like, oh, it's pretty. It's not. I didn't particularly enjoy it, but it's not made for me. I was mm-hmm. a fan of the OC and Gossip Girl and all those trashy teen dramas. <laughs> see, the, the, it's not my a, jam. See, I don't I think I it's a, it. I don't think it's a trashy dream, teen drama in the same mold that um, Gossip Girl. <laughs> I think it's a little bit different. Did you see the thing that like Gossip Girl's uh, Netflix description came out and people nobody no. was mad at it but it was like it was like beautiful like like people who are too attractive do horrible things to each other again and again. And all the yes, fans fans of it were like, "Yep, that's it." And like and then like people who hated the show were like, "Yep, that's it." So like it like united everybody because it was like, "Yep, that's it." What, yeah, what is I'm gonna it? pull it up here. Um, a group of hyper privileged Manhattan private school kids Seems. seem to get away with everything except an anom- that, anonymous blogger is watching their every move. That's not it. Go, well, that's not it. And no, no, go back. They it somehow was... get into Ivy League colleges oh, without doing absolutely that's anything. Right. Okay, oh here yeah, it is. rich, unreasonably attractive private school students do horrible, scandalous things to each other repeatedly, and <laughs> yes. everybody was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like whoever wrote this that either loves it or movie. hates it, but either way, it's accurate. Every time Blake Lively's in a movie, though, it really the summary for anything she's in should be like in the form of a Gossip Girl tweet. <laughs> 
Um, um, another October thing was that Banksy, <laughs> there's a Banksy piece of art that went on sale at Sudsbury's that right. sold for a million pounds. Um, it was Girl with the Balloon, which a lot of people have seen. Um, but it was in a frame, and the second it sold, it like goes through the frame and shreds. And shredded, the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's which awesome. is such a Banksy move. It was so. awesome, and it's arguably people have said it's worth more now because it was shredded. <laughs> but yeah, he's definitely into the like, I don't know, symbolism, the yeah. performance kind of art thing. I, I remember seeing that being it's like, great. "That's pretty great." Yeah, love some Banksy. Yeah, uh, Haunting of Hill House also came out on Netflix. Other spooky things. Still watched it. I know, by all accounts, very good, though. <laughs> uh, I won't watch um, it. Too spooky. <laughs> Red, the Red Sox won the World Series in October. Yay. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I was unaware of that. Um, yeah. Uh, Thank You Next by Ariana Grande came out in November. October. Oh, was November? It? Yeah, I was think it was October? October. Okay. I have it on there because, yes, that was yes. great. Um, um, and then that was and then Hart, Mark Hamill and Ariana Grande became Twitter besties because That's of right. it. That's right. Um, Maybe that was really? November. Yeah, so what happened was Mark Hamill, like, he tweeted out, thank you, next. He was doing one of, because Mark Hamill doesn't, like, just dumb stuff on, like, his, his Twitter stuff is so great, because it's like, it was like, hashtag Twitter, like, tweet, tweet and forward something that'll bother people or something, so he said, thank you, next. And then Ariana Grande's like, oh my gosh, Luke Skywalker just tweeted my song. And he goes, he goes, I'm so out of it. I didn't even realize that was one of the biggest songs on the planet by one of the best singers <laughs> on the planet. And so then she's like, oh my gosh. And like she freaked out. And then they were like, I guess we're Twitter best friends now. Okay, this year has converted me to liking Ariana Grande. Yeah, I know, me too. They also showed her and Pete in like full like Harry Potter robes and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, you are... One of my people. Yeah. I will accept you now. <laughs> um, I had to mention that song because she, because <laughs> my manager is already, we were talking about my dating life, which is basically non-existent, but there was a potential date that didn't really work out. And she's like, okay, so thank you, next. Yeah. <laughs> this is already like the term to use now. So, yeah. All right, yeah. well, let's move on to November. So first, um, I'm going to bring up a meme that happened in early November, which was, me voting in 2016 versus me voting in 2018. Um, the United States, we had a midterm election, so... Highest um, turnout for a midterm in a century. Yep, and after everything that went down in 2016, a lot of people were just like, ah, about voting in 2018, which was so definitely I, me. So it was, but what the meme was is a picture of... So, so my favorite was it was uh, there's a picture of Paddington as the me in 2016, uh -huh. and then it was the bear from the Revenant killing Leo, <laughs> and it was me in 2018. I'm like, that's pretty good. There, and then like yeah, other people did like um, from the Star Wars prequels, like uh, the Senator Palpatine, like me in 2016, and then it's him as the Emperor shocking somebody me in 2018. My favorites. I can't. It's Charlie's theorem, probably like at the Oscars. Oh, that's looking right. Looking all beautiful, and then her is furious. Or her, monster, yeah. or, her uh, or her in monster as well. I saw that oh, one too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, oh. Um, speaking of other memes, so there was the not a cell phone in sight meme, which was like various pictures of like the Last Supper or the or dinosaurs. dinosaurs like, not or, a cell phone. There in was sight. one of there was actually one of like the crucifixion that was like yeah. not a cell phone in sight. People just enjoying the moment. <laughs> uh, there was the he's not your man meme which Andrew maybe you can explain I love that. that it's a it's ladies if he and then it's like a list of like doesn't text you back waits until you call him twice and then it would be like you know has uh shoes to, to, two sizes too small uh head isn't screwed on just right so <laughs> heart two sizes too small he ain't your man he's the Grinch right. or something like it would be something like that yeah and then there was the 
PETA's list of like animal friendly phrase replacements, <laughs> um, <laughs> which was so like bizarre and great. But it was like, like what was it? Feed two birds with one scone. Yes, yes or the feed a fed horse. Yeah. <laughs> Or oh, what was the rose one? Oh, d- grab the grab rose, a flower or grab, grab a, a flower by its thorns. Rose by its thorns, yeah. It was yep. like I was I was listening to it and going, these are kind of clever because they actually have roughly the same meaning as the original <laughs> phrases and still kind of sound like the original <laughs> phrases. But at the same time, it was just like I don't think that this really needed to exist. This didn't need to but, exist. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm not like. I'm not vegan. I'm not an animal rights advocate. Like, I believe that you shouldn't treat animals cruelly, but you know. All right. uh, November, big, huge month for movies. Yep. Massive. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Grinch, uh, Fantastic Beasts 2, Where Are They Still in the Case, and Hey, Johnny Depp's (laughs) Here, Creed 2, uh, Green Book, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Like, so many movies. I didn't get to see Green Book. I didn't get to see Green Book or um, Creed 2. I haven't seen or Creed Bohemian. 1. We haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody yet. So, Andrew! I know. <laughs> Courtney hadn't seen Rocky before the, before this before month. Before our episode. And we, watched it, we watched it on election day because I tweeted out a picture That's of the right. I voted. And then I was watching Rocky. I'm like, I'm going to wake up as a bald eagle or something tomorrow. <laughs> Creed 2 was great. If you yeah. if you like the Rocky franchise, it's... Which Courtney it's doesn't. She likes the first one. I like it. It's you, fine. You had nothing... It's obviously better because it's Ryan Coogler and the you, second one yeah. wasn't, but... You had nothing better... It's very you had nothing fun. good to say about Rocky 4, which is the best Rocky. <laughs> it actually... And this new one gave some depth to uh, even Rocky Drago, 4. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, nice. It's like, oh, that's great. Yeah, it's all about his... Yeah, it's, yep. yeah anyway... I like Rocky um, Four, and she doesn't. And Andrew and I still haven't seen us. Bohemian Rhapsody, oh but we've kind of talked about it a little oh bit on this podcast. Um, is is Rami Malek going to win Golden Globe? I feel like he's going to win a Golden Globe, but not an Oscar. They put him in the drama category. That's the problem. Mm. So you have him against Christian Bale being Dick Cheney. And oh yeah, like that's okay. gonna beat him. Yeah. yeah. Um, the f- crazy thing about this movie, <laughs> so it's not. I enjoyed it, but it's not a good movie. It's kind of a train wreck as far as, like... kind of formulaic as a biopic. Yeah, and it doesn't accurately... Like, they move things in the timeline around so it fits their narrative. And Uh, it doesn't really have a through line through the whole thing. Rami Malek's very good. But anyway, I get done with the movie and it's one of those where I'm like, Well, that was a disaster. And everyone in the theater starts clapping around me. And I'm like, oh, so this is like a huge crowd pleaser. Well, that's that's what happened with me in Skyscraper. Yeah. (laughs) So. <laughs> so it's the, and I think out of all music biopi- uh, biopics, it's made the most money of yeah. any of them. So you can sure. now expect to see, we've already got an Elton John one coming out. We're going to have a, a bunch more. Oh, wait. I'm, um, shoot, no. I was thinking of the Freddie Mercury, of the Freddie Mercury biopics. I'm like, there was one that was covered in, there was a bunch of controversy because like, Lenny Kravitz was going to be doing the music or something like that. But <laughs> well, That was Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's sorry. This is the Marvin Gaye one. Oh. Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of. That one's kind of stalled out, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, Elton John's got a biopic, but he's he's doing a tour. Like, yeah, my sister just got tickets for her birthday. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, she, yeah, they're gonna go see Elton John. Huh. My parent, my parents are oh. jealous. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to December. So we've already talked about Once Upon a Deadpool. We've talked about Spider Man. We've talked about. Wait, we didn't get to tra- we didn't get to trash on Fantastic Beasts two. Where's the- oh yeah, can we do that super quick? Okay, super quick. So it's like the 20th anniversary of Harry Potter coming out in the United States, and this movie gets the lowest ratings and the least, the least like, money. Yes, yeah. out of any Harry Potter franchise thing. Yeah, it was a kind yeah. of a train wreck, but also I hope it laid the groundwork at least for something better later on. 
Yeah, I feel like <laughs> if I'm Warner Brothers at this point, I'd be like, oh, maybe we should reconsider having five of these movies. Maybe we just yeah, make one more. Yeah, they're not going to tell J.K. Rowling, you can't have three movies. <laughs> yeah, that woman's going to make it happen. Yeah. yeah she shouldn't, though. It's going to be one of those ones that either it, it's, <laughs> it's going to write the ship, like, in the third or fourth one. Um, or it's going to be one of those ones where it's like, Oh, yeah, we're going to make five movies. Uh, this one kind of got pushed off a little bit. We're still in. Fire Johnny Depp is all I can say. You can't <laughs> now. You could have you could have before this one say, came like, out. I thought, I thought Johnny Depp was actually okay in this movie, and I'm not a huge Johnny Depp person. So. But, throughout, but he's playing a pale weirdo again. And throughout the entire year, we have had people taken down for yes. bad mm. things that they have done. <laughs> and yeah. Johnny Depp is somehow exempt. I know, it, which is weird. Anyway, it's not, we it's not weird. He, he was Johnny Depp was way more popular than any of those people that were taken down uh, mm. this last year. Mm. No, no, no. Maybe. Like, at, at his nadir, like in yeah. the 90s and stuff, he was way... And Jack Sparrow era... Way more beloved than anybody that's been taken down. So I think he's still existing on some of that goodwill. Um, I mean, because I mean, Harvey Weinstein. Nobody knew who Harvey Weinstein was before all this stuff came out. Kevin Spacey, people liked. I was gonna say, unless you're me, who like. Well, yeah, but like, was like, holy crap, that's Harvey Weinstein. But nobody, but nobody's going to the movies being like, this is a Harvey Weinstein (laughs) or anything like. Like nobody knew who he was. Correct. Nobody knew who he was. Kevin Spacey was really beloved, but he was but his most recent role that he's most well known for is of kind of an anti-hero that people can hate. Yes. Um, and so it was easier for him to be like, oh, he really is an asshole, okay. <laughs> and so like he could kind of go down. Johnny Depp, he's played weirdos and stuff like that, but he's but like I mean, they put him all over the promotional stuff for Chocolat, and he's in that movie for maybe 20 minutes. <laughs> and like, but it was like, ooh, Johnny Depp is playing this really sexy French guy, and it's like, mm, sort of. But and then yeah, like with the pirates movies, like, yeah, he's anyway. a very talented actor. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, so let's move on to December. So we recent. Are, we already talked about some of these things. Um. Really quickly, Mortal Engines came out this month. It's gonna be um, the biggest flop of all time. I want to see it so badly. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts that I haven't seen it yet. What other terrible things came? <laughs> Holmes uh, and Watson. Oh, Holmes and Watson, another Watson. huge oh flop. God. What's the What's the other one that's gonna? That was Doesn't Holmes and Watson have like a zero percent rating? I think it's five now. I think there's. I think it's five now. It's extraordinarily low. Um, Aquaman came out, which we saw actually was not the worst. In fact, like, <laughs> what an endorsement. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, <laughs> like when we were talking worst. about it, and we were like, okay, on the spectrum of DC movies, where does this fall? And I'm like, it's second to Wonder Woman, but it's like a wide second. But Wonder Woman is the only good one, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like Wonder Woman is way up here. It's not that's a perfect not movie, but it's up there. See, and I then there's Aquaman, it's way down, but then like everything else below it just sucks I wanna, so hard. I want to rewatch Justice League. <laughs> Because I was gonna say Justice League was somewhere in the middle, like not because great, that's the but thing, not as bad like, as the rest of it. Yeah. Justice Justice League is kind of the awkward step towards kind of a soft reboot. Yeah. That I want to rewatch. I remember not liking it. I remember hating the Frankensteining of Superman. So I want to go back and watch it before I'm like, oh yeah, Aquaman's better because it's like I saw Justice League the one time and Aquaman I haven't seen is it better since. Though. And it I is. so But um Julie Andrews is an Aquaman. She voices yeah. Monster Kaiju! She, she, mo- she voices this monster. Like, you have no idea until you look at the credits after one. She's like, oh my gosh, that was Julie Andrews! Okay, she, well, voices, she, voices, she voices a kaiju, and it is incredible. Well, and I was trying to figure that 
because I was like, that is it's not a incredible. movie. It's incredible. I was like, that, that had to have been something that they went after Julie Andrews for. Pitbull covers Africa. Like, Pitbull covers Africa. I'm talking about Africa. Julie Andrews. But I'm this, like, it's everywhere. But I'm like, that's something that they would have had to go after Julie Andrews for. Because it's not like she's some huge DC fan who's like, I want to be part of this movie no matter what. <laughs> like, it's not I like do. she's going to them being like, I want to be in a bit this, role in this movie. They had to have gone after this, Julie Andrews for this monster. This movie is I don't all, understand. This movie is <laughs> all incredible. over the place. Amber Heard's wig is the worst wig of the year. <laughs> the, um, uh, Jason Momoa fa- uh, vacillates between being like, like ludicrously sexy and like <laughs> the worst bro that's at the gym. It really and, like, like he really does. Like I didn't understand like how people would be like, oh Jason Momoa, oh he's so sexy. And then I saw Aquaman and I was like, okay, in that scene I get it. In that scene I don't. Yeah, so like, it's like he it vacillates between being like, oh bro, do you even lift? And like, oh wow, geez, King that's a sexy dude. Definitely Game of Thrones. And, yeah, and so it's like, Jason but it's Momoa just like thing. it's just all like Patrick Wilson is screaming, I will be the ocean master, and it's just like. Understand what? Wilson being a villain. Like, it, like, I, like, <laughs> period. But and then, and then, and then, Willem Dafoe has he's a. Not m- that threatening, though. <laughs> no, he's a villain. Willem- I mean, he is in that Ellen Page movie, but I, in Will- general, I'm like, you're not that. You don't look scary. Willem Dafoe has a man bun the whole time. Yeah, there are crab monsters. <laughs> they make they make so the whole women wear a crab claw, and I'm like, how did that happen? They de-aged Tamora Morrison and Nicole Kidman uh-huh. horribly. It's just making bad. Me see this but, it's, right. but it's but that's the thing is it's like it's like it's I'm like it, it it's like Thor Ragnarok in the hands of a less talented filmmaker. James Wan is very good, yeah, but he's done but he's done like the Fast and Furious movies, and it was basically like if Thor Ragnarok was a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, I would like say there's that's a there's a right. mo- there's a montage of the villain like creating his suit, and it's like bam and a bam and he's like soldering stuff, and I'm like. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. I didn't hate it, but there were definitely parts that it was like eye roll. That was dumb. Anyway, moving on. Oh man, so Vice also came out. The movie is all over the place. I could talk about Aquaman forever. Got feelings about Vice, but I'll avoid them. I haven't seen it yet because I can talk about that. But from everything that I've heard, like it's gonna win all the Oscars. It's very split. Honestly, a lot of people like it. A lot of people are like. Well, that was very ambitious and a big miss. That was the movie that it was going to be the big flop. Sorry, Marwin. Because I was thinking like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, Because I was thinking yes. Steve, I was like, Steve Carell's that. I'm like, but Steve Carell's in something up Marwin. And then yep. that's going to yeah. be a huge oh, flop Robert as well. Smith is his stuff. I'm yeah. Like, he's made some choices. I've heard that Marwin is like tech. Te- from a technical standpoint, very good, which I feel like sums up a lot of Zemeckis' stuff. Janelle Monae is in it, so I'll probably end up seeing sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. I love But her. I've heard, I've heard <laughs> of his weird objectification of women and like oh, all this stuff. It's also yeah. got an opioid crisis metaphor in yeah. it as well. Yeah, like, it's, it's kind of a weird, <laughs> ambitious movie that is a big mess, from what I've heard. Hmm. Um, Can I talk about Roma, which is a better movie oh, than yes. guys? <laughs> um, I think what's funny about this one and kind of will lead into next year is so this is a Netflix movie and maybe it's just in my circle of like movie people and me listening to a lot of podcasts on it but the big debate was are you going to actually go and see this in the theater are you going to watch it on Netflix because it's out right now I chose to go in a theater and I actually waited but it's a very 
artsy black and white film that's in Spanish <laughs> that's created with great sound design and that is like meant to be seen in a theater with people and yet people are watching it at home. So going for it, I feel like that's with Netflix, that's always going to be the debate of mm-hmm. like, should we just be watching things on demand now or is the theater experience worth paying the money to go and actually see it? Um, but yeah, this is Netflix's like big foray into let's try to get award winning things. They want an Oscar winner. Yeah. So yep. we'll see if that happens. Is Ballad of Buster Scruggs getting any um, Oscar buzz? Because um, I know that I it's saw, kind of. I saw a list that was saying Ballad of Buster Scruggs was number one on the list of Netflix releases this year. It, um, until Bird Box happened. Yeah. Because now <laughs> that. That's I, Sandy which Bullock, I haven't isn't it? seen yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yes, I mean, it got. It got nominated for a SAG Award, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, okay. but I don't it know. Because it kind of feels like they brought out yet. the big guns to be like, this is going to be like an Oscar. Because like, yeah. they went and got I mean, the Coen brothers. brothers. They went and got James Franco and like... People have made it seem like a mediocre Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Like, it's all done in vignettes. And right. So I haven't seen it yet, but people have said... Oh, like, some of them are very, very good. Like, there's one with Tom Waits that's mm, really yeah. good, and then some of them are less so. So it's almost like mm. a series where some of the episodes are good gotcha. and some okay. aren't. So, okay. yeah. Um, also, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 2 came out in December. Yes. Um, I still have two more episodes. Um, I love Zachary Levi. Is Zachary Levi in the last <laughs> two episodes? Because I, I don't want anything to happen to him. He's in the last two episodes. Oh, no. Tell me when you're done. Well, no, because it's like, yeah, they have such a great relationship with it, and I'm just like, they're going to ruin it, because that's what they do. They ruin relationships in this movie, or in the show. They just ruin relationships. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. I love it. <laughs> Wait, I, up I, I can't tell you though. Okay, you all right. Fair enough. Okay, last few things. So um, last few things I want to talk about for December. Um, so Super Smash Brothers, the game came out. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, apparently, big great, big deal. <laughs> um, and also, Tumblr decided to get rid of porn. Which uh, was an interesting move on their part. Good job, Tumblr. Yeah. Well, no, but like, I mean, like that was like that would be like Netflix being like, we're not going to put any TV shows on anymore. Like it's like it's like ninety percent of what Tumblr is is like is the stuff that DeviantArt wouldn't take. Yeah. That's not true. But yeah, I but didn't like. Yeah, Tumblr is such a dark hole. Well, the thing is, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't have to be if you if you you know it doesn't have yeah. to be. But it's certainly not a, not what it was designed for, which I think is the point. Sure, but I was I mean I've talked about those college humor sketches. The one with Tumblr CEO not knowing that hit, like most of the site is porn is <laughs> probably the best one, other than the movie pass one. The movie pass one is hilarious, but the Tumblr one is really he's like because he's like conservatively how much of our site is porn and someone's all nine he's all nine percent D. Eight. <laughs> and he's all. Ah! Get that out. Yeah. Cool. I think anything else we want to. Is talk that about? what we're ending? Is that what we're gonna end on? Is born. Uh, 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 well, I will say just go. Okay, just going back talk to about the dog this... and sweaters meme that came out a couple weeks ago. No, there we go. At least it's not sweaters. gonna. It's not gonna last. It's one of those memes that was like popular for a couple days, but yeah. it was popular like Christmas Eve, and so I don't think people were paying attention. Yeah, um, I really liked it. Uh, what was one of them? It was like these dogs look like they could be the villains in a movie about a, a golden retriever wins a snowboarding contest. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just going back to Smash Brothers because you kind of went over it. It hurts yeah. my heart. I'm sorry, but it is it's, <laughs> it's massive. Um, any character that's ever been in the Smash Brothers before now is in it. 
Um, really very uh, highly playable. A lot of online accessibility for people. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's really and the Switch is one of the best selling consoles uh, of late. So I, mm-hmm. I do think that it's gonna uh, be a, pr- a pretty big, pretty big pop- uh, property going yep. forward. So. Cool. We're going to wrap this up before we hit the two-hour mark. We're about five minutes shy. There's still so many things I know. We, could talk about. Really we didn't mention Queer Eye. I'm going to say that really oh, quick. Oh, yeah, Queer Eye. This year. Yep. Was mm-hmm. that, was the yeah, season one was this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And season Sorry, two. February, right? Yeah. There's oh, already been two seasons. I know. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so we're going to wrap this up. So, Andrew, tell us about where people can find you. Uh, on Twitter at PopUpCulturePD, on Facebook at PopUpCulture, and on Gmail at PopUpCulturePod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. In addition, you can find all three of us on Approximate Heroes on CastBox FM. We're going to be releasing an episode very soon. The reason we haven't lately is because we lost one of our episodes. So, Cordy and I are going to dramatically reenact the episode <laughs> so that we lost. Yeah. Um, so, yes. That's happening sometime. Sometime soon. Um, also, you can find us on Twitter at PC Footnotes, on Facebook at Pop Culture Footnotes. If you are listening on iTunes or any of the other places where we are available, please check out our website, popculture-footnotes.com. Um, and as always, rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, we love hearing from you guys. Uh, finally, if you have an idea for something that you want us to talk about, please email it to us, popculturefootnotes at gmail.com. Also, if you have any expertise that you want to come on the show and share, by all means, new again, year, email new us. Season. Yeah, new topics. What, what? New year, new yeah. me. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. so I think we're going to wrap it up. So join us next time. And bye.